0: Call
1: State show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Bro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Call 775 357 ah, here we go. 376
2: easy easy Uh, a very, very happy... Pomp day. day. To all of my ass family members, welcome to another fun, filthy show of the Arnie State Show, or edition of... Well, Arnie State Show. Uh, let's get some uh, good mornings out the way, shall we? Uh, Hangtown gent says, happy hump day, ass family. Looks like, uh... oh, no, 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 no. Douglas was first one here. Douglas says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. What day is it? Well, it is hump day, hump day, hump day. Then Hangtown gent says, happy hump day. Hump day. All right. Uh, Straight Fire says, hump day. Everyone still pissed off I missed. All but the beginning of yesterday's show with Tommy. Man, you missed some gold. Man, when Tommy and I were talking about the Biden art stuff, I haven't laughed that hard in such a long time. Oh, that was good shit. But, uh, look, Andrew says, Straight Fire, you can subscribe to ask for just pennies a day, and you can listen to that show over and over again. Yes. Yes, you go to ArnieRadio.com. You just log on there. You say, oh, I want to become a member, and I know, Straight Fire, you're a member, so you're going to hear it. Uh, Andrew says, uh, happy hump day, Arnie. Uh, hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Andrew sent me a great story. We're going to do it in the first segment here. It, it's, it's funny. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to call out the culprit. Uh, Alicia says, morning, everyone, and happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Hump day. Uh, let's see. Braddy Kid says, morning, Andrew. Braddy Kid's in the house. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I hope you have a great day. Dave Co says uh, good pump day pump day pump day line up who am I humping today I was the first one on says uh, not it Douglas says not it Andrew says hopefully Mrs. Dave Co Dave Co says you're lost because today and today only all humps come with a free grouping <laughs> uh, let's see Derek says good morning ass family happy pump day pump day pump day. Uh, groping, oh, okay. Kevin says, good morning. What's up, Kevin? How are you, my friend? Uh, Hangtown, uh, you're right, Arnie. Douglas was the first one here, but, um, you're also correct in noticing me first. No one <laughs> will fault you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Look, today, isn't it cool that we moved the celebrity-ass deathmatch, the Mount Rushmore of porn stars, to actual... Bump day! Yeah, uh, doesn't that make sense? Look at that. We did train wrecks on Monday. Now we're doing this here today. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, do I start the show yet? No, I can't start the show just yet because... It's T-shirt time? Yeah, it is. 12-10. Oh, it's 12 T-shirt time. T-shirt time? Yeah, it is twelve ten. It's special.
1: It's T-shirt it's special. time. Yeah. T-shirt time. Look, don't get me wrong. It's I love my Bernie Mac shirt. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my
2: God. Yeah, you
1: shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody shut know with so their T-shirts.
2: Shut up, Angelina, because something goes along with it. This goes along with T-shirt time today.
3: You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. But you know, when I look at these contestants uh, for the Miss Black Awareness
1: Pageant, they uh, get only God.
3: Mm. Apparently these are the best women Queen's has to offer. Pick one of them. Joy! Say joy! Joy! Joy.
2: I feel joy!
3: Joy! (laughs) Joy! Joy. Can I get a amen? Amen! Amen! Amen. I'm very happy to be here! Amen! Amen! Amen. 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 Yes! Can I get a amen? Amen. Yes! (laughs) I don't
2: know what you come to do. Here we go. Somewhere. Here we go. Here's the T-shirt. I got a special treat for you this evening.
3: A young man that you all know is Joe the Policeman from the and What's going, going Down, down episode, episode of, of That's, That's My Mama. Mama. I want you to put your hands together and welcome him to the stage. Big round of applause for Jackson Heights' own Mr. Randy Watson. Hell yes. yes.
2: Randy Watson. That's right. I have... good.
1: Good and terrible.
2: <laughs> yes, I have the cho- the sexual chocolate T-shirt on. I am so excited about this T-shirt. I love Randy Watson. You all know him as Joe the Policeman from the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama. Oh, so there you go. There, There's today's T-shirt. I, I had to play that just because I, I love that movie so much. The original. They had him in the second one, too, but it, it was kind of lame. Um, all right. Before we uh, start the show, uh, a little bit of housekeeping from last night. The All Star Game was on. I did watch a, a, a good part of it. First of all, first of all, what the shit were with the uniforms? Damn American League. Who, by the way, rule the world? Now American League comes out and looks like a terrible travel softball team. All blue outfits. No, no, no! You wear the road grays for Christ's sake. Oh, I hated it. I hated every. I, oh, that 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 was awful. That made me sick. I can't believe Jen that you'd like that. Oh, that oh God. Oh, I I I hated every second of it. I like when they wear their uniforms. Oh, that pissed me off last night. The game, eh? It was okay. Look, look. I got. I got to just get this off my chest. Ain't cause I, I'm a Rangers fan, and he plays in the same division as me. The starting pitcher last night, Ohani Shoto or whatever his name is, the 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 Japanese fella from the Angels. Look, he had a great first half. I can't take that away from him. With 33 bombs, three two nine ERA as a pitcher in it. Everybody just needs to just slow down. Okay, the pregame show. Frank Thomas said this guy could be the greatest athlete to ever play the game. That we gotta we, we got stop this. Come on. Look, th- there's nothing wrong with saying this guy's really good. But really, we're gonna we're gonna call him out as the greatest player ever after playing one half of a season. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm not trying to say don't give him his due. Okay? He's not the greatest player to ever play baseball. He's got 33 home runs. That's awesome. Good for him. Have you ever heard about a slump? What happens if he ends the season with 35 home runs? And an ERA over five. Do we still consider him the greatest player to ever play in Major League Baseball? The answer is absolutely, positively not. It's fucking stupid. I did like them. They wear their uniforms daily. I liked their blend, uh, their team logo with the All-Star logo, and made them all look like a team, not different guys playing the same game. Okay. Well, hey, you liked them. I thought they were terrible. There is good news to report. We'll have some updates on Major League Baseball here in a little while. Uh, The commissioner is fucking finally coming to his senses, thank God. Well, kind of. We'll see about that. Anything else? Uh yesterday. No, nothing. Alright. Alright, we can start the show. Okay. By the way, Tuesday television sucks. Man, oh man, thank God they put Chicago Fire on. I can finally catch up on that show. Uh all right. Let let's start the games because you know we have we have the Olympics starting soon. Do I have any Olympic music? Olympic fanfare? Uh huh. Let's see. No, I don't have it. Do I need it? I probably do. Let, let Let's Let's see. Do I have Olympic music? I'm I'm pretty sure I do. Hold on a second here. These computers they work so slow in this house. Uh, no, I I I don't I I don't have any Olympic fanfare music. I'll get some. I'll get some. Just, uh... Oh, wait. Here we go. There it is. Yeah, we got it. I didn't even have to take that thing out. That was bullshit. Warning, warning, bullshit alert. The United States Olympic Committee is considering a redesign of the American flag on its logo, which includes five stars. Um, how about no, how about no, they, they, they won't happen in these games because these games are still wearing the full flag. This is for the Paris 2024 games. The U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee asked Olympians and Paralympians uh, to fill out an online survey. One of the items in the survey was a proposed change to the Stars and Stripes. Uh, uh, let me just say this right now. You change the fucking flag on the, the, the uniform of the Olympians, guess what? i become a big Russia fan. I become a, a, wherever the hell our Olympians are, I am rooting for that home country. How considerate of them to redesign our flag for us. They sound something conquering armies do. I don't think there are only five states. and No, they, there are a few more. Maybe like ten times that many. I, I tell you, this, this anti-American sentiment by Americans, nothing makes me more sick. And by the way, if we were to do that to the other side, they would be calling us all the same names we're calling them. So don't even, tra- they, 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 look, this isn't a party issue. This is This is people who are ashamed to be Americans. That's who these people are. And, and, and that's great. They, you have the right to be ashamed. Get the fuck out. We're tired of you here. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm tired of hearing how bad America slash Americans are. If America and Americans are so bad, then please, anyone, anyone, I, here's the Jeopardy music. I've got a riddle for you. If America is so bad, Why does everyone want to either come here or be us? Waiting. Anybody? Anybody? Anybody want to help with this? I need some clarification. Here you go. Here, here's the updated logo. You you scroll down a little bit, and you see the flag, and you see the little Olympic shit underneath it. This looks like a shitty gas station moniker. That's what it looks like. America Gas, Gas America. Richard says they're prepping us for the five districts we'll have in the Hunger Games. Taco Tuesday. White privilege. No, I, I, am This is just getting to be. Too much. I appreciate the fact that in America you don't get shot and you don't get fucking put in the gulag if you say anything bad about the government because God knows I'd be in the gulag right now because we have an absolute joke moron as our fucking president right now. I,
4: I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Oh, it. just anyway, say
2: it for Christ's sake.
4: I promise you. The president has a big stick.
2: Yeah, yeah. That 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 yeah, okay. That's your leader. I just want to point that out. That that that's our leader. I shouldn't say it's your leader. I live in the United States of America. The leader of the free world is the president. I know we all hate him. We all think he's stupid. Do we hate him or do we feel bad for him? Like let I mean, let, let, let's kind of walk this dog a little bit, shall we? Do you hate Joe Biden or do you feel bad for him? I, I don't really necessarily hate him. I mean, the policies that he made in the past, look, everybody says, oh, he's a racist for that. And then everybody forgot somehow. I, I didn't forget, but okay. This is a little old man. Ghost of Nevada hates him. Derek says, amen, he is an idiot. Let, let, but, 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 but before we say we hate him, because hate, like like, you know how much I protect the word hate, because I love hate. I feel bad. Yeah. I I hate his wife and family for parading him around. I feel sorry for him. I think that's it. I don't feel bad for him. I feel sorry for him. This is a guy who has no idea what's going on in the world. I think he has moments of cognitive, like reasoning, and then boom, they're gone. He sounds like Ozzy Osbourne when he talks. I remember, remember the game we had. Is this your president, or is this someone else? I've felt bad for him since the day he made the inaugural speech. Andrew says, "I don't hate him. I have such a high level of disappointment for him for what he's doing to us on a geopolitical stage." Uh, thank you for the morning jokes. They put a smile. By the way, oh, Ghost says, by the way, thank you for the morning jokes. They put a smile on my face. Well, oh, there you go. Oh, hold on a second here. Somebody's going to wait, wait, jokes. What, what jokes? I, my TikTok jokes. Today's TikTok jokes. First one, um, what's harder than steel? Jared Fogle in a Chuck E. Cheese. Why can't Helen Keller drive? Because she's a woman. And the last one is, why is the birth rate in India so high? Because whenever they're finished, they always say, thank you, come again. (laughs) That shit's just funny. I don't care who you are. That shit right there is funny. Uh, All right, we got the jokes out of the way. And by the way, by the way, I have a joke on there, the joke about sucking your dog's dick over a million views. Bam! Bam! Over 1 million views. So think about that. Future advertisers. Hey, I would like to sponsor your joke of the day. Oh, okay. A million people have seen that joke. Think about that. But back to the the lecture at hand right now. This idea that Hey, here, here's, here's the reason why I feel sorry for him is because maybe 30 years ago, she reads the Rumble Strips like Braille. <laughs> um, no real president would allow any of this shit to happen. You think about it. Do you think, do you honestly think, not even Bill Clinton will allow them to change the flag for the Olympics. This is our flag we're talking about here. And these are the people that are too busy making the new policies to try to change everything. And I started off with that story for a reason. Because the next story is even worse. This is the headline. Every officer is up to speed on diversity training, not so much on ship handling. A new scathing official report finds the United States Navy is too woke for war because of risk adverse, politically correct control freak top brass. Meaning they're worried about woke training more than they are of actual training on the boat. This is our military. By the way, the report was commissioned by Congress. Retired Marine General and Navy Admiral spoke with current and former officers. They identified a number of disturbing trends in the Navy. Many officers said that diversity training took precedent over Warfare training. They claim combat readiness had become a box-checking exercise. So I want you to think about that, especially all my ass family members that live in, I don't know, whether it's California, Florida, you know, those, those giant coasts that the Navy is supposed to protect. But instead, they're worried about Yeoman Johnson's feelings. Not a nuclear bomb headed towards Seattle. Have you seen the video of the dog trainer's response to your dog humping joke? No. Is it on TikTok? Hold on a second here. Let, let, Let me go to this. Go with me. I gotta go way down. Let's see. I, it's easy for me to find because it's next to one that I fucked up on community standards. Is this it? Comments. Okay. Wait. Let's see. Uh, I I'm trying to find it. Where 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 is it? View replies thing, view more. I don't know. You're going to have to send it to me. I can't look through. Oh, there, there's a lot of them on there. Uh, I have not seen it, though. I, I do want to watch that. I want to look for that. Um, I don't know about you, but if the Navy is probably doing this, are other branches doing it? Are the Coast Guard doing it? I know we like to make fun of the Coast Guard. What about Space Force? Space Force has been put on hold, right? I can't imagine that the the Marines are doing this. Please tell me the Marines aren't doing this. The Army, they're probably doing it. My dad was in the Army, and I have a lot of love for the Army. I have a lot of love for every branch, even Space Force. By the way, this all comes about, this was commissioned after a ship caught fire in San Diego and two ships collided in the Pacific. Remember that? Why are we teaching our military to be woke? I'll say it once. I'll say it a million times if I have to. The military is here for one reason, and that's to protect us by any means necessary. Meaning they protect us by killing the bad guys. That's their jobs. I know, and and, and I never was in the military, and I I thank every person that was in the military, and I admire you, and I say thank you for your service. What's the military now? Are they just a, I I don't know, a, a glamorized moving company? Let these operators do their jobs. I mean, for fuck's sake. Th- this to me, th- this to me is, is getting too far and too stupid now. It's to the point where the wokeness has become dangerous. And I don't mean dangerous because I want to whoop somebody's ass. It's dangerous because now we want our military to be politically correct. Correct. I don't want to million Killing people is not politically correct. I don't care if you're doing it for the right reasons; it's still not politically correct. But it is your job. Does anybody remember the beginning of one of the greatest war movies ever? And 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 the sad part is, is that the first hour is the best with this guy.
0: Jesus H. Christ. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? Holy dog shit, Texas only steers
2: and queers come from Texas. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. Uh Kale found it. Okay, let's see. Go to Link. Which one is it? Uh, I'm too stubborn. Oh, wait. Number two, I'm
5: a professional dog trainer. The answer is your dog is overstimulated. Your dog does not know what to do with. What all that an asshole! It what a fucking asshole! Sexual behaviors it has to do with the fact that your dog has so much built up energy. Hey, dumb fuck! It's a joke. They don't know what to do with it. That's why you'll see dogs just humping in the air. Is because they are so overstimulated and they have no structure in their life. They don't know what to do. Oh. So working with them, more engagement. What's his name? Goxley. Is really going to help that a lot. Your dog needs guidance from you. Seriously though, weird joke.
2: How do you get a dog to stop humping your leg?
5: Hey man, first of all, I just want to let you know it's a little weird. I want to talk to somebody about that. Number um, two, I'm a professional dog trainer. Oh, I the hate this guy. Your dog I like hate this guy so much. Oh. Basically, never has anything to do with sexual behaviors. Has to do with the fact that your dog has so much built up energy and frustration. Oh. can I, I comment here? That's why you'll see dogs wait, just wait. humping in the air is because they uh-huh. are so overstimulated Continuous, and they have no structure in their I, life. I don't they know. They don't oh, know what a. to I do. I can't do it. So I, working with them, more engagement one-on-one on one time is really going to help that a lot.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, th- this guy's going to get bombarded. I'm signing this guy up for every fucking encyclopedia. He's going to fucking get calls from the – oh, i got to write down his name. Goxley. He probably likes Coxley. it's a fucking joke this is what I'm telling you people this is the shit I'm telling you it's a fucking joke why does everything have to have so many explanations now that's a fucking joke oh I I, I really really want to Oh, my God. If I, if I can, uh, n- now I'm driven. Now I have to find it on my app. Because because I can talk and do this all at the same time. I, at least I think I can. 625, Goxley, the dog music magician. Oh, he stitched it, did he? Oh, okay, I see. You're just going to log on to me and, and do that kind of shit. By the way, hey, dickface, it's got over a million views. How about you go fuck your mother? <sighs> I got to breathe. Sometimes I get a little upset. Okay, there's the million one. 2624 624, 624. Um, you know what? Let, let's do this. Let, let's do this. Uh, okay, hold on, hold on. Got to turn that down because I don't want a bunch of feedback. Sorry, I didn't mean to send Arnie into a tent. No, I appreciate it. Uh, Let's see. Okay, let's do this, shall we? Uh Hey, uh, TikTokers, how you doing today? Uh, This is Arnie, and, and I do those terrible dad jokes. And to someone who commented on mine, to Goxley, the dog magician, I just have one thing to say to you. It's a fucking joke, asshole. They're all fucking jokes. I don't care how to get a dog to stop humping my leg. What if I like that? I, I'm a I'm a certified dog trainer. Well, la de fucking da. By the way, it looks like you've been raped by a few dogs as well. I don't know if you're the dog magician, but you you are a joke fucking killer. Congratulations, douchebag. Bam, there you go. He looks like a, he has a bag of free candy in a windowless van. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I know I should be better than that. I should act better than that. I'm not, though. I, I, I'll just tell you the truth. I'm not. I, I, that, that's, the, that, that's the kind of shit right there that's just, I, I can't stand for that.
1: Ah, oh, guy's
2: fag. I think we did a TikTok. Should spam him telling him he's an idiot for not understanding the joke. So this dude was offended by the joke and had to reply? Exactly. Well, that's coming down. <laughs> Maybe that could be one of your next TikTok jokes. How do you keep Oaks uh, from, uh, keep Goxley from fucking his mother fucking his fuck? His mother sucks his dog's dick. <laughs> He's giving a dog a handy, guaranteed. Oh, oh, easily. Easily. I
0: guarantee. I'll
2: tell you this right now. That motherfucker, he's got a dog that's about to blow and it goes. (laughs) Douglas, that's genius. Maybe he can explain why sharks like semen after they eat pineapple. Oh, my God. I know, right? I've told that joke. I'm waiting for somebody on Shark Week. Well, uh, sharks actually do not like the taste of a, a pineapple. Or human beings, just to let you know. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I, oh, he, he can definitely make a red rocket disappear. Oh, I got to come up. We, we got to make a joke about this. What's the difference between a dog magician and a real magician? A real magician can't make a red rocket appear. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> oh, man. It's not done. Oh, I, I am so going to fucking stitch a video with that when he's done with his talk. And I'm going to come on after it. That's what I'm going to do. That's That's the plan today. Okay, the plan is set. Now, we, we have to come up with a good joke. Anybody who gives me a good joke for it, yeah, you know what? I'll put a hat on the line. Anybody who can come up with a good magician joke and substitute dog magician for some kind of bestiality, I will send you one of my hats, one of my A-hats. Promise. A real magician doesn't jack a dog off, Okay. <laughs> It, look, somebody's got to come up with a winner. I have the show to do. Thank you, by the way. Uh, who, who started all this, Kale? Kale, thank you so much. Uh, v Coop, if you're out, if you're listening, uh, V Coop's got a post on the Superfans page. V Coop, good vibes going to you, my friend. Uh, Arise is here. Good morning, Arise. Uh, stitch his stitch. Yo, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to his page. Maybe I'll find a joke to to fucking make out of his page. Maybe we can do that today. I know I sound like a child, but I am. I'm a 49-year-old child. People ask me how old I am in September. I literally will tell them I am 600 months old. I'm a 600-month-old. That that that's me. I'm I'm six hundred months old. A magician blows balloons. A dog magician blows dogs. Uh-oh. V Coop V Coop is in the lead. V Coop is in the lead. Difference between a magician and a dog magician uh magician blows balloons a dog magician <laughs> blows Okay, we gotta be able to clean that one. What's the difference between Goxley the Dog Magician and David Copperfield? I've never seen David Copperfield make a red rocket disappear. Bam! Kale. <laughs> Goxley the Dog Musician. Oh well, I I, I think it, I'll send out two hats. I, I I'll send those are my two right there. Those are my two. Uh, oh, Zach. Good morning to Zach. He texted me. He goes, the uniforms did suck at the game. The uh, game was flat. What bomb is headed for Seattle? None yet. Uh, a real magician doesn't sniff the hair before he... <laughs> That's it. Uh, hair. Get it? Oh, I, I get it. I get pulls a chicken out of a hat a dog magician sticks a cock in his dog ass <laughs> i i can't oh, we're going okay here here we go hold on a second let's do this joke we uh, i'm not going to post that first thing that first thing i did cuz i, I got to do all the music and everything here i promise we're going to move on <laughs> i'm about to piss myself all right here we go oh shit this is probably going to make noises All right, here we go. Camera, lights, camera, action. Oh, we got to turn the camera back. How's that joke go? What's the difference between Goxley? Okay. Taking dad jokes back because my dad never told a shitty joke. And this goes out to somebody who stitched one of my videos. To Goxley. Goxley, what's the difference between you, Goxley the dog magician, and David Copperfield? I've never seen David Copperfield make a red rocket disappear. It's a joke. There we go. Now, this this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. We got to put it on TikTok. All right. Hold on a second. I got to go back and see how I spell this guy's name so I can include him in the stitch. All right, here we go. Go to link. Go. Upload. Taking dad jokes back. Yep. There we go. Next. Taking dad jokes back.
6: Be- taking dad jokes back because. Mm-hmm.
2: Never seen David Copperfield make a red rocket disappear. And I flip him it's off. Joke. Taking dad jokes. Next. Here we go. <laughs> taking dad jokes back right. because my dad never told a shitty joke. And taking out to somebody who stitched one of my videos. To Goxley. My jokes. Uh, let's see. Hashtag. What? what let's see. Uh, overstimulated. Dog train. Hashtag. Dog training. Hashtag. Goxley. L. Y. Underscore. The Dog Magician. The Dog No, not that one. There you go. And we'll go ahead and put that on up there. There we go, Sally Slices. Okay, thank you very much for that. There we go. There you go. You guys get a bonus one today. Uh, All right, fantastic. Oh, God, that guy's going to get fucking hammered. All right, there we go. All right, now I'm all good. I'm all good. Promise. Sorry. Sorry. Ghost, if you have Instagram, you can watch it on Arnie Stories. We we're about to start a beef, motherfucker. I want to see that video, but I'm not on TikTok. Yeah, if you go to my stories on Instagram, you can see them there. So thank you for that. All right, now, now, now we can continue today's uh, nonsense. All right, we're done with the Navy. Okay, good. I, I love this. The California Board of Education is set to push back against implementing an overhaul of its mathematics curriculum after stupid opponents argued the plan needlessly inserts politics and social justice initiatives into lessons. So what it would be is, like, there are 14 white police officers and they're arresting one black man. What's the problem here? That's what, uh, are these the news stories? Is this how they're making math racist? You remember we heard that story a few months ago that math is racist. We already know that the highways are racist. Math is racist as well. Hey, Kale, email me. Uh, email me at arnieradio one at gmail.com. Email me uh, all your info. Straight fire. I still haven't forgotten about you, buddy. You know it, buddy. Um. California is on the verge of politicizing K through 12 math in a disastrous way, they say, "Why can anybody please help? I, I need your help. Ask family, I need your help. I, there's something I don't understand. I'm big enough to, to admit when I'm wrong, and I'm big enough to admit when I don't know something. I am ignorant. Can someone please tell me how one plus one equals racism? I, I, I am all ears. If anybody can give me an answer at all, a legit answer, don't give me this shit. Well, they're in the inner cities and all this. Fuck that. I, I, I am so tired of politicians especially and the fucking uh, the elitists I can't even call them liberals anymore because I watched yet another Bill Maher video yesterday Bill Maher is becoming more conservative every day or at least he's the liberal that I know and I I, I hate but at least I know him because slaves weren't taught math eh I, 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 you know, I, I, not bad, not a bad try there, Alicia. I ain't buying that one though. I, I ain't gonna buy that one. And I'll tell you why, because there are too many people. I, I, I am so tired of, of everybody having to. Oh, they come from a, a, a broken home. Oh my gosh, there are ten children and so. I am so sick and tired of hearing that. Do you know how many success stories we've heard from that? Colin Powell, Michael Irvin. Look, I know those two, and I I use those two because I know those two so well. Michael Irvin had eight brothers and sisters. They lived in the fucking projects of fucking Dade County. He made something out of himself. Yes, he found what his niche was in life, and he made something out of himself. I don't know enough about Colonel Allen West yet, the guy who's talking about running for governor. I tell you what, man, Governor Wheels, Governor Wheels is the man. He he, he wants Democrats that flew to Washington arrested and brought right to the Capitol when they land. They're, they're making voter suppression. No, they aren't. We, we have fucking laxer voting laws in Texas, even with these new ones they're proposing, than half the states out there. Yeah, Andrew, you're absolutely right. Some of the most awesome people in history have had shitty upbringings. Pressure makes diamonds. It truly does. I want to tell you a little story about somebody I know, and it's not me. It is a very good friend of mine. You might not look at him and go, wow. I, I look at him and go, wow. This is a guy who was born in West Texas. He's from West Texas. Not a lot to do in West Texas unless you play football or your daddy is in the oil business, which this guy didn't of. This guy was a fucking theater geek. He loved movies. He watched movies, did all this kind of stuff. This guy has won. And and, and look, he, he was in a surrounding. He was in an area that really wasn't for him. Odessa, Texas is not really fit for the arts, if you will. Did it stop this guy? No, this guy knew exactly what he wanted. Is he white? Yes, so he has white privilege, obviously. So, I mean, get past that. But he had it tough. And I'm talking about Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen should not be anywhere near the entertainment fields that he is. Yet this guy wins Emmys year after year for his movie review shows. He's making movies. He's living his dream. There's a guy who had it tough. I know it didn't come from a lot of money. I'm so tired of this bullshit where we're not even giving people the downtrodden, a fucking chance in life. We've given up on them already before we see what can make them. And now we want to take away math because it's racist? That's got to be one of the stupidest things that's ever been said. They're only uh, an issue because they are new in those states, but other states have had these on the books for decades, and no one had an issue before. Oh, the voting laws? Yeah. Oh, I look. Kale, kale, kale. You get it. I get it. The whole ass family gets it. I don't know what happened when we became so soft. When everybody started what... it, it, it I I do know when it started. It started the first league that handed every kid a fucking trophy. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. That taught kids right then and there. This This is such a true story. It taught kids right then and there. They do not have to exceed to be rewarded. I didn't say succeed. I said exceed. Everybody is treated the same. That is socialism. I'll tell you this right now. If my kid played in one of those leagues and I didn't know about it, and every kid got a trophy, I'd pull my kid out of the fucking league. I don't care if he's got friends in there. You, You can have friends all you want. This is a life lesson. This is teaching you something. This is ingraining into your head that every year you play, And you miss a few practices and you watch strike three go by, but hey, you had a good time. Here's your trophy. Oh, I I, I swear to God, every time I hear a coach say, We're just here to have fun, I want to slap him in the fucking mouth. My kid would never play for you. You're okay with sucking. That's what that means. We're here to have fun. That means you're okay with sucking. Now, I'm not very good at a lot of things, but the things I am good at, I'm pretty good at. And that's why I get upset. People used to ask me all the time, why do you get upset on the golf course? You're never going pro. I know I'm not going pro. I never thought I was going pro. But it's something that I enjoy doing, and I'm pretty decent at it. So when I hit a bad shot, I'm fucking pissed because I failed. I didn't meet the moment. I didn't define the moment. The moment defined me. That's why I'm pissed. I wish more people were like that. But everybody's like, oh, Arnie, you've got to just let it blow over. In the big scope of things, I remember I used to hear this phrase all the, in the wide scope of things, does it really matter? Well, then nothing matters. And if that's the case, then why are we even here? If nothing at all matters. That was one of the stupidest things I ever heard in my life. That and, oh, because we're, that's why we're America. Oh, those are the two dumbest things I heard ever in my entire radio career. And the same person said both of them and didn't have a terrible laugh. Democrats have made programs for years that keep peace. They have kept people of color under the thumb like the welfare, welfare, and minimum wage, always trying to keep their depending on them, It's keeping them depending on them. And this is just another way of them trying to dumb them down, to keep them from trying to dumb them down, to keep them right where they want them. Winning is fun, losing not so much. We've had this conversation on the show. Losing is great. Do you want to know why the word, I know everybody just say, huh? Losing is great. Because you learn so much more from losing. It's an awesome teacher. And by the way, it's always out there. An L is always waiting for you no matter how big or bad you are, no matter how good you are at the job that you have, there will be times that you take an L. People like me, I've taken plenty of L's in my professional career. And what do I do? I learn from them and I become better at my career. There is no way I could have ever done a show like this 15 years ago. The reason being, I had never worked alone. I didn't like it. I'd want to play too much music because I don't want to talk that long. That was me 15 years ago. Then I got stationed with two fucking jag-offs, dog shit and jerk off. And let me tell you, that was a low point in my career. But you know what I did? I took that as a big L. That was like the biggest L I've ever taken. To go from one show to that show, it's the biggest loss I've ever taken in my life. And what did I take from it? Well, this is what I took from it. I learned that I no longer wanted to work with radio people. I learned that I wanted to be in charge of my show. That's what I learned. So I got a sports show. And I—I—and I, I, that's where I took my second biggest L as a broadcaster. I had no idea they were just setting me up for a fucking execution. Because that's what it was. Oh, hire me away from the number one show in the afternoons and and the number one show in all of Sacramento to build something around me and then yank the carpet underneath me and lie about it six months later. You know what I learned? I learned who my friends were because that was a big loss I took there. I learned who my true friends were who my allies were, and now what I wanted to do with my career. And my career is set. This show is on the precipice of taking off. Look, we've been on for four years. That's a long time. But it takes a while. It takes a while for – Joe Joe Rogan was on forever. Nobody listened to podcasts. Now they listen to it. I'm going to keep doing it because I learned – I no longer wanted to have a boss. I no longer wanted to have somebody telling me what I could and couldn't say. And I also learned that I fucking hate the FCC. And you know what else I learned? I hate. I heard. I learned that listeners, listeners, you guys, you guys want to hear the real shit. Real shit is entertaining. Doing double entendre is fun, and it's great and everything. And beating around the bush, not saying the words we want to say is fun, and you have to do it, but listeners aren't stupid. And a lot of broadcasters think that you guys are stupid. Are there stupid listeners? Yeah, there are some stupid listeners out there. Like that, that guy fucking Goxley, the dog fucker. Coxley the dog fucker, not the dog magician, the dog fucker. That guy's a terrible listener. He's stupid. The core, the P1, the fans, the uh, the ass family, you guys aren't dumb. Why broadcast you like you're dumb? I will never treat you like that. I never treated you like that before. Believe me, the truth about why, I, why things happened, I want to talk about. Because I've always been honest in my career. I have never hid anything from people in my career. Suicide attempt, drug use, all that kind of shit. I didn't hide it. Why should I hide it? Because if I can find a fucking entertaining way to tell it, then you guys like the way I tell stories. So there you go. But th- this idea that, that math is now racist and all, all these things, they're not getting their ways. I I truly hate this world. Winning is fun, losing not so much. There, loss, Arnie. Thank you, straight fire. Now, see, here's more of these people. Here are more dog fuckers like this guy. Brian Stelter. Stelter? Is that his name? Stelter. This God almighty. His father should have pulled out, man. I imagine his father looks at him every day and just shakes his head and goes, you should have been a blowjob. He's come out, and he's bitching about Richard fucking Branson. Not the way we bitched yesterday that if he did or did not go into, into space, which is deemed at 63 miles above sea level. He went to 52 and a half feet, or miles. Sorry about how many texts come out. I'm at work, and I'm always in a hurry, and I use speak to text. I don't bumble like Joe Biden, I promise. No, hey, I, I look, most of the time I can read through that stuff, EGB three. You can call him a giant penis. This guy is a giant penis. He does look like a giant penis. Well, he's mad at Richard Branson why he says is it ethical to fly into space during climate change so wait a second you you work for c n n okay in 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 two thousand twenty one when you have voter suppression laws that you could be attaching yourself to and, and lying about, like they do on CNN. You could be going after Trump yet again, like they like to do on CNN, still in 2021 when he's a private citizen. But instead, you decide to take your show on a roller coaster ride to blame a bazillionaire for going to space because of fucking climate change. Really? Really? You thought that was the best avenue to use your, 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 your pine box that you're standing on? I like how it's written. Much of the historical event occurred during Stetler's ratings-challenged media program. <laughs> because look, CNN is, it, it, CNN is trash. It truly is. Uh, Douglas said CNN is fucking trash. It's only gotten, it's a fucking cartoon network now.
4: On Friday in Death Valley, California, it was 130 degrees, the highest temperature ever. Saturday, same thing. Today, it might again set a record for the highest temperature on the planet. Is it moral, is it ethical to be launching rockets and flying off to space and spending all this money and burning all this fuel in an age
1: of climate crisis? Well, I, I don't think it's mutually exclusive, Brian. Um, okay. I, I think we can afford to continue to push our frontier, but we still have to fix our own spaceship here first and and concurrently. It's important to think about space, uh... What an idiot! Oh, what a loser! You are an idiot!
6: <laughs> and you're an idiot.
2: I mean, honestly, listen to the very beginning of this. Listen how impassioned he is.
4: On Friday in Death Valley, California, it was 130 degrees, the highest temperature ever. Saturday, same thing. Today, it might, again, set a record for the highest temperature on the planet. Is it moral, is it ethical, to be launching rockets and flying off to space and spending all this money and burning all this fuel in an age of climate crisis?
2: I I literally, I wanna fucking punch this guy And lose my hand in his spinal cord fluid. Uh, Kale, 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 you beat me to the punch there. He says, Death Valley, who gives a fuck? It's called Death Valley for a reason. It's always the hottest place on earth. Oh, it's 120. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hey. Hey, hey, talking penis. Um, I remember when we started in Sacramento, 199, 98, 98, 99, it was around May or June. And we had a heat wave come through early. Do you know it got to 113 degrees in Sacramento? 113 degrees in Sacramento? That's Sacramento. That's not Death Valley. That was 15 years ago. That was 20 years ago. Twenty-two years ago, highest temp documented. I'm sure, if it was hotter in Death Valley three hundred years ago, they probably wouldn't fucking know exactly. By the way, what what what's the problem with with? Do you know, I think it's dumb to go to space? I think it's stupid because they didn't even really go. They just go up there for a quick trip, come back down. I think that's dumb. It's a waste of money. I ain't going to do it. But the, the the environment, with climate change. So funny. If you get past all the talking heads, if you do a little research, I know I've told this before. I'll say it again for all the new listeners. It was either 79 or 80 that Time Magazine, Time Magazine, 1980. Now, remember, in 1980, at ni- in 1980, we were the most sophisticated country in the world. Now, granted, we've gotten far more sophisticated since then with computers and technology, yes. But at 1980, we were, that was it. Time Magazine on the cover of their magazine, very respected magazine. Showed a guy covered in snow, looked like the abominable snowman, and they were talking about how Earth is cooling too rapidly, and we are destined for another Ice Age. That that, that didn't happen, you see. See, that didn't happen. This, this terrible global warming started. And by the way, it goes up like... 0.2 degrees a year. and But it hasn't. The last 10 years, it's been a major fluctuation. A lot of those years, it's cooled. That's right, the earth is actually cooling. So for all these people, all these people that want to keep throwing this climate change shit at you, okay, they don't really have any research on their side. They have scientists, oh, well, 97%, well, those 97% of scientists that agree with climate change are paid by that company. So you can go ahead and throw them out. So now the only ones that are left are the ones not paid by the company. I'll go ahead and I'll take theirs. So now it's 100% say climate change isn't real. I am not telling anyone not to recycle. I'm not telling anybody to throw your shit out on the street, pour oil in a fucking lake. No. Of course not. If you want to recycle, if you want to break down your, your garbage cans to where you got 16 different garbage cans, once again, more power to you. I throw everything in the same bin. Fuck it. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. Ogre is in the house. Yes. He says, for a short while anyway, buenos dias, familia. How you doing, buddy? It was great to see your video yesterday online. Glad to see that you're up and about. Now, look, hey, don't do too much. Hey, I you got your wife probably waiting on you. Don't do too much, fella. Those times don't come enough. I'm so happy that you're doing better. I'm glad that your back is feeling better. Oh man, I would bow, but fuck that. Yeah, don't bow. Whatever you do, don't bow. Oh, you 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 missed some good shit there, Ogre. You're gonna have to go back and listen to the first part of this show. Somebody challenged me on a joke. We we ain't gonna have that. Let, let's see. Has, has there been a response yet? Has there been a response? see. I didn't understand how belts worked, <laughs> then clicked it. Okay, don't understand. This is not a dad joke because it's good and true. Which one's this? Oh. Yeah, okay, all right. Now people are loving the jokes today, so there you go. Uh, Andrew says, what's up, Ogre? Uh, they are not talking about how much these homeless people pollute and trash the rivers and the areas that they inhabit. Yes, absolutely. Now I have dishes to do in contract hits. I mean, going for a walk. <laughs> um, no, uh, look, Douglas, Douglas, <whistles> don't point out the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room that are the homeless people that are are causing so much pollution in our cities. By the way, how come the homeless all haven't dropped dead from COVID? Isn't that weird? (laughs) Fuck, I'd almost rather be a contract killer than go for a walk. (laughs) Hangtown Jenner, are you flirting with me? Everybody knows that i do that. Contract killer, Arnie, or do you want to take a a hike? (laughs) You go ahead and take that fucking hike. Oh, God. A Penn State professor signaled out an average white guy in a lecture and used him as an example of how skin color benefits him over any black student. Quote, I just take the average white guy in class, whoever it is, it doesn't really matter. Dude, this guy here... Mm, this is it
4: and what that means is the following i just take the average white guy in class whoever it is it doesn't really matter dude Mm -hmm. dude (laughs) this guy right here like stand up bro what's your name bro Russell. russell this look at russell here russell has sean this is the i'm making your argument for you right look at russell right here just doesn't matter what he does if i match him up with the black, a black guy in class, or a brown guy even, but let me just stay with a black guy in class who's just like him, has the same GPA, looks like him, walks like him, talks like him, acts in the similar way, has been involved in the same groups on campus, is it, takes the same leadership positions, does whatever it is, if I match him up against that person, we send him into the same jobs, Upon graduation, you've all done, he's done everything he's supposed to do. And the person I match him with has done everything he has been supposed to do. He's supposed to do at Penn State, right? They tell you, right? they do, do it, man. Go see your advisors and go do this. Okay, and get you your fucking point, out. And, do, and if you did this, if Russell did the same things, it's just the next person, somebody else I find in this classroom and they go through four years here exactly together, Russell has a benefit of having white skin.
2: What fucking world do you live in right now, asshole? I was waiting for that. I was ju- I was sitting here literally waiting for that last part. Are you kidding me? Because he has boy, that you know what to me? That that is to me. That's a cop out. That, that that's such a cop out on all the left side. It's such a cop out. Well, he, he's going to get the job because he's white. That's not true. That's not true. There's way more incentives to a hire the person of color. There are more tax benefits to hire the person of color and more likely than not in the day and age that we live in right now. And this video was just shot. They're far more likely to hire a black person now. Far more. The homeless are probably healthier than the rest of us because they actually did real herd community. Yeah, right? It must be uh, hard being so racist. Fuck this piece of shit. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I read a name on a paper or on a computer screen, I can't fucking see skin color. Now, wait a second here kale as long as the names aren't two i'll be honest with you if i see somebody's name is joanna taniqua washington if i see that on a piece of paper i guess this is what makes me racist And i'm fine being called a racist when i see that the stereotype hits my head that that's probably going to be a black woman is that wrong if I see John Smith on a piece of paper and David Smith on a piece of paper or David Jones, John Smith and David Jones, I have no idea what I'm looking for. No idea because you're absolutely right. But I can't go out and say that I don't see or I don't get it. If, if I see somebody's name is. Jose Martinez. I've got a picture of what Jose Martinez is bringing to the table. Shaniqua versus Tammy. Shaniqua, I've got an idea. Is that that wrong of me? Is this this something that I I need to change? I think that's kind of like an instinct thing, though, isn't it? If I'm wrong, please tell me I'm wrong. If I see a name that only has got one fucking vowel in it, I know that person's Russian. So what you have to do is have your race in X after your name, i.e. Douglas White Boy. That way I can get the privilege. Jose brings lettuce, I think. I never thought about race and names till my youngest pointed out to me, if you Google image his name, it's all black people. In contrast, my name, all white ladies. Uh, so, yes, some names are more predominant in some races. Who knew it? And oops. It's called deduction. Yeah, look, look, look. This is, this is just, this is what I call it. I call it self-preservation. Self-preservation, because if, if I went in a room with somebody, I want to know who I'm in the room with. If I see the name is on there, David Jones, well, I have to wait until David Jones comes in to see what I'm dealing with. And, and yes, I know this. I'm sounding like horrible right now. I don't care. I want to know what I'm dealing with. And and then I, when David Jones walks in, I can look at him and I can go, okay, this is what I should be dealing with here. It's a preparation device. Call it racism. Jesus. And the, the, this professor, by the way, by the way. Do you know what this professor did? That poor kid he had stand up, the white kid? That white kid's probably going to get the shit beat out of him. Because the, 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 the professor has flat out said, this guy is privileged and he's taking jobs from you other people because he's white. That professor has no, no, no facts behind if he goes out on a, a, a job interview against a black candidate, that that guy's going to get the job. You have no facts to back that up. You don't. By the way, how did they interview? Did the white privileged kid say nothing and just nod? Why would you hire that? Oh, because he's white. Preparation H. If it's David Jones, I'd see if he could sing I'm a Believer. Oh, Dave Co. Dave Co. No. Dave Co. Up, ah! wrong one there. There it is. I found that you make the call. Holy shit! That was an accident. Any pro- Dave Co. See, see, you 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 brought happiness back to the show. Any professor who says bro should immediately lose their teaching credentials. By the way, did you hear about uh, Cornell West, the professor at Harvard, black guy? He's going to be suing them now because they never gave him tenure. Was he in line for it? I I, I don't know. I, I I saw the story in passing. Not a lot of people know. He he's done a lot of things. He's done a lot of uh, stuff with Dave Chappelle. Very 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 smart man. See a happy accident. Dave shit joke turned into gold. <laughs> That was her that said that, Dave. Go not me. I would have not stood up and then would have told him I'm fair from aver- far from average and dropped my pants. I wouldn't have stood. he comes over to me. What's your name? Go fuck yourself. That's my name, pal. You're not that guy. I hate our world so much. Our world is such a cesspool. Let's continue it now. New York lawmakers are trying to block Chick-fil-A from opening restaurants at State Highway rest stops. Of course, why? Because um, because Chick-fil-A doesn't support gays. It's their religious belief. This is the same place. By the way, by the way, hey, you want to know why I don't want Chick-fil-A? Manning any roadside stops? Because sometimes I travel on Sunday. I, I, I'm tired of it. this whole war against Chick-fil-A for their beliefs. By the way, by the way, and, and now this is a state, a state that is trying to uh, fucking hold a restaurant down due to their First Amendment rights. I I just would like to point that out. That Chick-fil-A can choose to support whatever political endeavors they want. And all their political endeavors they support are legal. Now, if you don't agree, look, look, more power to you if you don't agree. If you don't agree with Chick-fil-A, then don't go there. If it bothers you so much that this restaurant chain, who is run by fucking Southern Baptists like a fucking machine. If you don't like their political beliefs, then you do not have to eat there. And hell, they're only open six days a week anyway, so yeah, you're, you're ahead of the game. It was Burger King. They got a donation from the LGBTQ people, and that's how they're trying to compete with their shit chicken sandwich? So now, yeah, and, and by the way, well, that's part of competition. Like, they want to donate their money, their hard-earned money, to Burger King to build a new sandwich? I mean, that, that, that's how much hate this community has for Chick-fil-A. They're actually giving money to a far less superior product, Burger King, to try to take on the kings of the chicken sandwich. Dumb fucks. If you don't support Chick-fil-A, you're in favor of murdering cattle. Yes, eat more chicken. Or eat, yeah. Chick-fil-A's waffle fries are great. Dude, I, I, Chick-fil-A is just great. Chick-fil-A sauce is fucking great. Chick-fil-A sandwiches, great. Breakfast biscuit, great. There are restaurants out there that I know of, and they have political beliefs. And do you know what I do? I don't go there. I just don't. I don't rally against them. I don't picket them on the street, which you have the right to do. I don't understand it. That Chick-fil-A is not closing down. Who who do you truly want to not go to Chick-fil-A? Hey, I'm in favor of it. I would love it. You know why? Because then the drive through line would be shorter, and I could get through it quicker. Because Chick-fil-A ain't going nowhere. Have you ever noticed, have you ever driven by an old, run-down Chick-fil-A? No, you haven't. Chick-fil-A's have been around since I was a little kid. they have been around 40, 50 years. Uh, Douglas says, I prefer Popeye's chicken sandwich. And that's great. That's super duper. Go there. See, you're going to Popeye's because you like their product more than Chick-fil-A's. You're not going to Popeye's because they vote the same way you did. I, I, that's the thing I don't get now. Now you're fucking, these people are punishing their taste buds. Why would you do that to yourself? But Hey. Like Brady Kid says, that's one less person that have they they have to wait on. Means more Chick Fil A sauce for me. Mm mm mm. If we had a swimming pool right now, it'd be filled with Chick Fil A sauce, and I'd just do laps in that. You people with this cane stuff, Jesus. All right, enough about the new. Okay, finals. Oh wait, wait, wait. I gotta do this story. This story is actually funny. A mural in Toledo, Ohio, which was painted following the tragic death of George Floyd, has been vandalized. God damn it, not again. I shouldn't say it was vandalized. Well, it looks like it was vandalized. No, instead, it was hit by lightning. A George Floyd mural was hit by lightning. Witnesses saw it and everything. So, yeah, I mean, Douglas, is that it? Is Mother Nature a racist? Is this the world speaking right now? You know, to all those people that say, oh, you should listen to science and you should listen to the earth, if Mother Nature sends a lightning bolt through a mural that's honoring George Floyd, isn't that the earth telling you something? The lightning was white, so racist, yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that'd be the, like, like if I'm those people in New York that have that statue, I'm like, well, okay, that's a sign. <laughs> Mother Nature really is a showman. I mean, showman. <laughs> God tased him.
6: <laughs>
2: oh, God. Oh, I, I think I think that's hysterical. That to me is one of the funniest stories I've ever heard. Andrew sent it to me, I think, this morning. And I, I just started laughing immediately. Thank you so much for sending that to me. Oh god damn, here's a picture of it. Oh holy shit. Oh you oh this is this is gold. Man. Scroll down to the the, the George Floyd Memorial mural at Summit and Langridge in Toledo has come down. No word yet on circumstances. Look, it was hit by fucking lightning. That should say everything right there. I oh, oh, here's the dream right now. Oh, gosh, I've got the vapors hitting my eyes. Please let Joe Biden do a press conference. Please let Joe Biden and let somebody in the press say did you hear the story about the George Floyd mural that was struck down by lightning does that mean that nature is racist corn pop was a bad dude no 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 sir uh, we we'd like for you to just answer the
4: question i'm going to get in trouble with my pre- my staff yeah go ahead but i pre- pretend that you didn't answer you
2: Let me ask again. uh, Do you think Mother Nature is racist for shooting a lightning bolt at the George Floyd mural, Mr. President?
4: This country is doomed.
2: Well, I say.
4: It is doomed, not just because of African Americans. Whoa. But because by 2040, this country is going to be minority white
2: European. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. It it, it really is. It is so tough to be a white man these days. Damn it to hell. That that right there, that's a Hall of Fame story. And then this one, you know what? Ah, Here you guys go. I'm, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this on yours. If you don't have a TikTok, I don't recommend you watch it. But, hey, I'm sharing it. A transgender couple attempts breastfeeding. I, I, I'm not kidding. I, I, I'm not kidding. Here's, I'll play the video right now. Our family. Oh,
4: I have
2: to put it over here. Oh, dear God. Poop. <laughs> Her. The baby has been able to latch. Is that Gene Simmons? Gene Simmons is now transsexual.
1: Baby has been able to latch, but I've not been able to produce
4: any milk. You're okay a man! Because we're going to supplement the feeding with formula.
1: Good! So that
4: my baby's still getting the, the nutrients that they need, but
1: I'm still feeling hopeful. Why? I appreciate you so much for all your work. I appreciate
2: you also, baby. I couldn't have done it without you. I, I, oh God. The husband, the husband is a, oh God almighty. He looks like a Bushman loser. All right. Huh? Kale says, I saw this story. It's fucking sad for the baby. Every, every I'm sad for every family member they have. Meet Petrona and Ahanu. They were featured on Nine Months with Courtney Cox. It said Ahanu is the birthing person. How? How? Petrona has not been able to produce milk because, as far as I can tell, she was not born with biological working breasts that produce milk. She's not birthing a person. The baby was able to latch because the baby was hungry and thought it was being fed. Why do people like this have babies? Do you know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the couple that's been trying. They've done everything they can. And somehow these two fucking mis- misfits of society, two men that want to be in a relationship, great. They want to they adopt a baby, great. Fantastic, good for them. They're going to try to breastfeed it, though. What the fuck is wrong with them? And look, I don't care if they're trans. You want to t- transition into a female, more power to you. You didn't birth anything. I picture that baby seeing a video of this and he gets older being a video of when he's older and acting like Stewie Griffin when he was sucking Peter. <laughs> I remember that episode. That, that, come on. Come on. The headline is something like you would see on the Inquirer in 1980. Now it's real. actual, real published article. What the fuck kind of world are we living in? I'm fine with them having a baby, but really we are writing an article about a former man not being able to breastfeed? What the fuck? They remove the dick, make a vagina, and add boobs? They don't recreate a woman. I hate how stupid they think we are and just have a child enjoy 18 years of what the fuck was I thinking the rest of your life? doesn't make you think trans have mental illness. You are just plain wrong. Now look, I don't think they all look. look. I don't want to call transsexual people have mental. I I, I don't even want to jump down that road. Okay. I'm just going to let people be people. As much as I agree with you. I'm not going to go down that road. I think I just did by saying I agree with you, but I'm not going to go down that road. Stop with this, though. I'm with Jen. I mean, they're only doing this story for people like me. So I come out and I lose my fucking mind about this. How is there not somebody on the set with this baby? As soon as they, they attach the baby to the man's breast, why are they not yelling cut? Stop this. You can't do that. This is, once again, comes down to something that Tommy and I talked about the other day. We are animals. The dude trying to suckle the kid has a screw loose and took the phrase, you can have it all, to a dumb fucking delusional extreme. Uh, Kale says, I'm not transphobic. I don't fear them, but I believe they need mental help." I wouldn't even call mental illness, but this is like Richard Branson's space flight. Dude, you breached the edge. That's it. I'm not going to lie. I'll go all the way and get milk from your tits. Life was so much better when the church was firmly in charge and all this humanitarian humanism bullshit over the Renaissance ruined it. Look. I feel bad for the, the couple that's been frying. Maybe they've used up all the money they had to, to get knocked up. And and these are people that you 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 know, you see these people, you know these people, and these are great God fearing people. And I don't care about God fearing, it, whatever. It's just an easy thing to say. These are salt of the earth people. That's a better way to say it. These are salt of the earth people that would would be awesome to welcome a child, but they don't get it because now there are quotas out there. I, I don't want to live in a day and age when qu- quotas have to be seen. I want fit people. and These people obviously are not fit, and it's not because they're trans people. Let me say that right now. Let me, let me, first of all, but they're in a box now, okay? It used to be who's the most deserving parent. Well, now we have the, okay, standard white couple that they ain't going to get shit. Standard black couple, they might get a black kid. And then you start throwing in every same-sex couple in the world, and you got all these boxes. And I'm not saying that gay people or same-sex people or trans people can't raise a child. I'm not saying that at all. But instead now of just having one box in there for most fitting parents, and who knows, maybe the trans people would be the most fitting parents. I, I'm not going to try to sell you too hard on that one, but let's say it. Okay. That would be the first question. If, I, if I'm at the adoption agency, okay. So uh, let me ask you this. You've transitioned to become a female. Yes. Okay, great. Have you had the surgery? Yep. Okay, awesome. All right, fantastic. Are you going to try to hook this baby up to your tit because you don't make milk? Well, yes. All right, denied. Bam. Bam. That's all I need. Those are the only questions I'd have to ask. Isn't gender dysmorphia a mental illness? Now, look. I know I won't call it. Look. There are a lot of people that don't believe it's a mental illness. There are a lot of people that do believe it's mental illness. It's like disease. It's like addiction. A lot of people don't believe. It and, and I don't go down that road with people. I respect your, your thoughts and your ideas. I respect them. Please respect mine. I'm not trying to sell you on my ideas. I believe that addiction is a disease. A lot of people don't think that, and that's fine. That's great. I won't have the argument because I know I'm... I'm not here to change hearts and minds. I'm here to give you information and make you laugh. That's my job. Changing your hearts and minds about things, that, that, that that's above my pay grade. So if these people... If gender dysmorphia is truly a mental disease, then yeah, then they gotta look at. It. Now, I'm not saying that 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 people with gender dysmorphia uh, is like a this is uh, this is a fine line that you have to walk in today's world. And it used to be go look if you have gender dysmorphia, then you're fucked up. That that and we would accept that we as a society would accept that, but you can't say shit like that now. I wish you could because it's still true today. Um. some people believe the earth is flat, yeah. What if the kid is born a homophobe? I mean, you can be born gay, according to them, and that's really going to fuck that kid up. Well, you, you guys are leading us down some good roads today. A homophobe. So you're born a homophobe. At least the... You remember how we were always told that racism... Is something that's taught. Even Barack Obama once said that, famously. Well, he's he's gone back on that now, and he's recently in the last six eight months has said racism is inherently common in America. It's something you're born. So if the kid is then born, so you can be born hating. Okay, even though that is a a taught idea and a taught action. Um. You're born a homophobe to gay parents. Well, I, I, I mean, I, that's where that—that's like when the ACLU su- sues the ACLU. Is there a winner? It sure as fuck ain't America. I know that much. I, I don't want these people harassed. I don't want them hurt for their lifestyle. If jokes happen, well, that, that's part of it. That's part of being different, okay? It, it just is. If you aren't socially the norm, and I can't define what the norm is. you Everybody has their own norm. If you're different from that, then people are going to react to it favorably, unfavorably. Maybe they make light of it because that's how they deal with it. That's how they deal with your difference. Now we're being told you have to accept everybody's differences. Well, I, I don't. I don't because it's different. I'll deal with it the way I deal with it. The reason transgenderism is pushed is because it provides legal protection for schools to withhold information from parents because parents are the biggest obstacle to school indoctrination. I agree with that. Go, fucking parents. The worst thing that happened to schools is the parents got involved more. How would a school react to this? Little Johnny brings this picture in. In his kindergarten, show and tell. Says, this is my mommy trying to breastfeed me when she was a a man still. How's that going to go over in the classroom? All right. uh, uh, Here we go. Since I did find it. At least I thought I found it.
0: You make the call.
2: Your kid comes home from school your six or seven year old kid, first, second grade, whatever. Says today, little Johnny talked about how his dad breastfed him. I'd like to know, uh, uh, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, this is why it's the.
0: You make the call.
2: So what do you do? that appetite back. She said she lost her appetite. You got to get that back because you, you need your strength. You got a bunch of Google searches coming up with today's porn stars. Uh, this is what I would do. I, I would ask my kid to be taken out of that class. I, I, because if that's going to be allowed in that class, I, I without my knowledge... And he's first grade, yeah, I, 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 don't want, I don't want my kid indoctrinated with that in first grade. I want to be the one who teaches him about that stuff or her. Uh, I would probably have a heated discussion with the teacher about what the hell is being taught in that classroom, right? This is about to go down. Tell them there's no more talking <laughs> little Johnny. <laughs> you say that's gay. I already prepped my Google, cleared cookies uh, for this next uh, little session. All right. Yeah, I. Oh, oh yeah the the call that I would make. Hold on a second. Since we found it, what call did you make? I I would take my kid out of class. Not because of little Johnny, not a little bit, yeah, and little Johnny's weird parents. It's because that teacher, to me, that teacher didn't do their job. And and the teacher knows who the parents are. So that's what I would do. I have nothing against little Johnny or his parents. Nothing at all. This has all got to do with that classroom. The classroom was not the place for or at least allow my child not to be in that classroom that day. Uh, all right. That, look, look, we, we've we talked long enough. We, we've flapped our gums long enough, people. It is that time once again. It is time. Four, 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 four. Liberty, liberty. The Mount Rushmore of Wait. You know what would be a more fitting song? That's right, the Mount Rushmore of Of. porn. That was pretty good. That wasn't too bad. Okay, yeah. Uh, Enough of that. Can, Can we just get to it? Yeah. Here we go.
6: Let's get it on.
2: All right, so this was an idea that was sent in uh, by Adam J. Let me read what Ogre says. The kind of teacher who teaches controversial or questionable material without first notifying parents is a blatant activist who is abusing their position, and the school district is complicit in that unless the teacher is reprimanded, then again the unions will say, get the fuck out of the classroom. That's a union teacher. Yeah, they're protected. So I'd may, maybe take my kid out of that school then. Maybe. It depends on how much work I want to do. Uh, you face to – you have to give us time to Google it. Oh, okay, I got to give you guys time? Okay. now Now, a lot of these porn stars, all of them are big names in the porn industry. I didn't go too inside porn. Looking it over once again. No, I uh, no. I have. So here you go. Oh wait. You know what? I should change. Oh, I like that. That there you go. Uh huh. Okay. And if I know something about them, I will tell you all about them. All these people pretending they don't know porn stars. I'm glad I'm in a small role town. I got these two pages open. All you informed people can go ahead and make a rush decision. I got to at least get a look at them. Okay. Our first candidate, our first one, Hall of Fame porn star, starred in movies like Project Ginger and New Wave Hooker 6, also was in the Turn the Page video for Metallica and once dated Charlie Sheen. Ask family. I give you Ginger Lynn. She is taking on her co-host on Playboy Radio, Sirius XM Dirty Show, whatever they call it now. A woman who starred in such films as, Oh, my God, my anus is ripped, and I'm going to suffocate you with my tits. I give you Christy Canyon. Ginger Lynn... Christy Canyon, ass family, who ya got? It's close people. Why'd that turn that down? I don't want that turned down. Uh, we have a winner, ladies and gentlemen, Ginger Lynn. Ginger Lynn moves on. Oh, yeah, she's in there. Okay. Next matchup. Boy, this is a a big one right here. The star of the most popular porno ever. I give you. Oh, by the way, that porn is deep throat, where the woman's clitoris is in her throat. I give you the star of that film, Linda Lovelace. Linda Lovelace taking on an adult actress who tried to make it to mainstream but failed miserably because she was in Human Centipede 3, and that was after dating Charlie Sheen, starred in such movies as Fuck Me or Charlie Sheen Will. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one and only Brie Olson. Linda Lovelace versus Brie Olson. Ask family, who ya got? (laughs) No, Ogre, not Amanda Seyfried. Wow. wow, wow, wow. The best logic I've seen, Bree Olsen, because I've met her and she touched me. <laughs> uh, I know Alicia will vote for Bree ten times. This isn't that, Brie. This is the porn star reels now. I do have a battle of Sacramento. The first girl was notorious for having a '70s bush in the '2000s. Uh, Also, starred in the TV show Entourage for a while. She's from Sacramento. Her name, oh, such film she starred on is uh, The Big Bad Bush and, and Cut My Bush, I Cut Your Throat. I give you Sasha Gray. Taking on a girl that used to work at Centerfolds in Sacramento who obviously was working there at some point when I was going there, probably listened to the show that I was on and then has flourished after a terrible car accident, I give you the one and only Madison Ivy from such films as My Ass is Full, Take It Out or Poop, Poop, Kachoot. I don't know what that one was. That was a French movie. So, Sasha Gray versus Madison Ivy. Ass Family, who you got? <laughs> you, ladies and gentlemen, it was not even close. Madison Ivy takes home the title. Our final matchup. Oh, this is a a battle of legendary stars. One I personally know. First one up has led a hard life after the porn industry spit her out in the 90s, maybe early 2000s. I give you the one and only Chasey Lane, such films as Chasing Pink, or Me, Myself, and My Vibrator, or God, That's a Lot of come. Taking On, a woman who started, I think, in the early, I don't know, maybe mid-70s, and is still working today. Her name is Nina Hartley. She stars in such films as, yeah, my pubic hair's gray, fuck me anyway, and stop, my depends are full. So, Chasey Lane versus Nina Hartley. Ask family, who you got? She was in Boogie Nights, thank you, Ogre, I forgot, yes! God Almighty, Nina Hartley killed her. Good God. Like, if I just vote off the pictures, it's totally different. When I'm looking at the pictures and you're naming the film titles, I'm like, dear Lord, girl, really? Uh, All right, so uh, Nina Hartley moved on. Now we have to get to who will be on the Mount Rushmore. Will it be Ginger Lynn? Who probably tugged off at least a couple of the guys in Metallica? I mean, along with every other band before them, Team, whatever you have, good old Ginger Lynn, who 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 did once date Charlie Sheen? They were in love. Or will it be Brie Olson? Look, look, he he slept with her too. Brie Olsen. Who has been in my butt so tight it squeaks? And God my vag smells. It's not a good film. So I ask you, ask fam, between Ginger Lynn and Brie Olson, who ya got? And this yeah, this, this fight's over. Wow, is that fight over? Man, Bree Olsen moves on and is on the Mount Rushmore of porn. I'm gonna get a lot of shit for that. Oh okay. Next matchup. Here we go. By the way, uh Ginger Lynn did not do. A, uh, a remake of Gilligan's Island. She did one of the Goonies. I'm not kidding. And it was called The Poonies. I'm making that up. I'm being 100% honest with you. Uh, but that was, it was a uh, ginger. It made me think of Fly Crotch. Okay. Here we got Fire Crotch. Okay. So, uh, oh, man. This matchup is Sacramento's own Madison Ivy whose film Blondes May Have More Fun, but I Suck Bigger Dick, taking on the star of Stop or My Granny Will Hump, Nina Hartley. Madison Ivy, Nina Hartley, ass Family, who you got? <laughs> Look, look, she's still making it. She made him in her prime, too. Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley moves on. I think she should have stopped, I don't know, 30 years ago. So there you have it. The first two faces on Mount Rushmore are set. Brie Olsen and Nina Hartley. Now, just to warn you, the second round, we do have one bracket of men because we have to have at least one male porn star on the list. They, you, you got It's going to be three women one man. I think I did a pretty good job narrowing it down to four. It's going to be tough for the men. I just got to tell you that. Uh, all right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com if you want to write the show or anything like that. Or hit me up right here on Mixler. Oh, I saw a video the other day. That's how I got this song. This song used to be a Dusty Roads walkout thong, baby. So here you go. Now
3: let's boogie. How's this, Hank? That's right, here it. Everybody play. Somebody You might end up with your foot in your mouth You can't judge an apple by looking If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I don't want to go. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I just as soon stay home. I was one of the chosen people. Chook old Jim Beam's hand If I never see the pearly gates i have walked through the promised land If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't wanna go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie i just as soon stay home If they don't have a grand old lottery Like they do trees and crazy little weeds growing around my shack these dusty roads ain't streets of gold but i'm a happy right where i'm at all these pretty little southern bells are a country boy's dream they ain't got wings or halos but they sure They don't have a grand old opera Like the do down in Tennessee send me to hell or New York City Would be about the same to me If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't want to go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I'd just as soon stay home If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I don't wanna go If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie I'd just as soon stay home If they ain't got a grand old opera Like they do in Tennessee Just send me to hell or New York City It would be about the same to me
1: There's no Audie State Show Three five seven F A N S four seven seven five three seven six E
2: Z E Z. Ah, welcome back to the big show. Yes, we will get back to celebrity ass death match. As soon as we're done with uh, some entertainment news and some other stuff going on in the world. By the way, I have a couple drawn up for Friday. I, I but does anybody have any that we haven't done yet? Any celebrity ass death matches that we haven't done yet? Um, I, I I'm cool with anything. I mean, if we've done it already, though, we've already done it, so we can't do it again. All right, all right. So I'll I'll let you guys think about it. You email me later if it comes to you. If you got any ideas. Uh, All right, the Emmys have announced their award nominations. And I got to say that the Emmys have, once again, shown how stupid they are. Oh, best Schwarzenegger characters are Stallone. Sidekicks. Like, wait, wait, wait. V-Coop, what would be an example of a sidekick? I like the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. But, But, like, I have one... Of, uh, we've done Bruce Willis, I think. Did we do, I don't know if we did him, but I know we have Clint Eastwood. Sidekicks. Okay, hold on, I'm writing this down. Sidekicks. Like Robin. Batman and Robin, like that. Okay, if you guys got any more examples, that's a great idea, I like that one. Before I get into this, uh, real quick, let me talk about what I was doing last night. So yesterday, if you didn't catch T-shirt time yesterday, I finally found a great Bernie Mac T-shirt. Now, I love Bernie Mac. Have we done fat celebrities, Arnie? I don't know. I'm going to write that one down, though. Hold on. We'll write down fat celebrities. Fat celebs. A Mount Rushmore of fat celebrities. I like that. That's another good one there. Okay, there we go. See, that's what that—that's how we get the ball rolling here. Um, so I'm wearing my Bernie Mac t-shirt yesterday, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go watch some Bernie Mac videos. Do yourself a favor. Ah, Robin, David Spade, DeFarley. Oh, okay, oh, perfect, okay. David Spade, oh, I like that. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, Dan Aykroyd. That's good. That's good. Tonto. Yes. Oh, this is writing itself. Okay. Okay, great. Awesome. Awesome idea. I like the fat celebrities, too. It would be one of those, too. Uh, favorite Pacino movies, favorite sports booth. crew. Oh, wow. Okay, here's a bunch. Hold on. Ratburger. Ratburger just emailed me. Clothes. Okay. A uh, real magician doesn't uh, have yeah. hair. Oh, okay, no, this was Zach that texted this. Favorite Pacino movies, favorite sports booth crews. Ooh, okay. Well, we've done sports casters. The booth guys, they, they, that's going to get led by their caster. I, I like the first one there. Have we done cartoons? I think we have, haven't we? I'll have to look through them. Let me look through them later. I, I, I mean, we we've got a couple good starts here. I like this. I like the Pacino movies, the Schwarzenegger movies. We'll do De Niro. We got all those to do. Cocaine would always be a sidekick to Whitney Houston. I remember I told the joke online. What, what, who's Whitney Houston's favorite wrestler? The Rock.
6: <laughs>
2: Hanna Barbera cartoons, old one. Okay, let me. I'm, I'm right. I'm writing it down. Old cartoons. Okay. All right. It's written down. Lamest spinoff show. Oh, worst spinoffs. See, I I like doing the worst of things, like sidekicks, fat celebs, worst spinoffs. Maybe we could do worst cartoons. I don't know. Maybe. All right, so the Emmys came. Oh, wait, wait. Anyway, I was telling you about last night. And I watched what launched Bernie Mac's career. It was on Deaf Comedy Jam hosted by Martin Lawrence. And the, uh, the back story of that entire night is so fascinating because it was done, I believe, at the Apollo. I don't want to be wrong about that, but it was done in all in front of an all-black crowd. And black crowds are tough, especially on comedians. Ooh, yeah, good spinoff, too. Okay, best magazines to jerk off to, Nun's Life. (laughs) By the way, that's old school, fucking going back to jerk off magazines. (laughs) Worst spinoff and cartoon was The Cleveland Show. Oh, PETA. PETA, how do you do that, PETA? Now they got a black guy doing it who actually sounds like him. Anyway, so... The story was that Bernie Mac was like he they they drew positions and Bernie Mac drew one of the final positions. And like the five comedians that went up before him just got eviscerated, hammered by the crowd. And Bernie Mac had worked it out with the DJ. Gave him probably fifty hundred bucks to do this. And Bernie Mac went out there and he first came out and he just said, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. And he took the crowd back. And you watch this seven minutes and 42 seconds of true comic gold. And that's what I did last night. I watched Bernie Mac videos because Bernie Mac to me is probably one of the most underrated comedians of all time. He would be on my personal Mount Rushmore, which is not the official Mount Rushmore, I know. But he would be up there. He and Red Fox would definitely be up there. They've influenced me so much. And it's so funny, too, because I I sit and look at it and I I think about comedians and I I get I get I I feel like I take it all in from my gosh, these are these are. But Bernie Mac influenced me so much. Red Fox influenced me so much. The Dice Man, who I absolutely loved. I loved him way more than I like Kennison. ooh Chewbacca. That's good. And the ookie. V-Coop, you remember the ookie? (laughs) Okay, V-Coop, so you remember it. I'm going to try to tell it if I can remember the story. I think I crank-called somebody. Oh, no, no, I wanted to go to Disney. It was going to Disney World. And I called, and I wanted to dress up for the Star Wars. This is when they first opened the Star Wars thing. And I called them up, and I wanted to be Dan Solo, Han's brother. And I wear all white because I'm, like, we're a bizarro fans of Star Wars. I was Dan Solo. (laughs) And I was coming up with this. And, and my, my, my ookie. He's different than a wookie because he's all bare, No hair at all. That poor girl at Disneyland didn't know how to answer that. Dan Solo and his ookie. Oh, God damn, that was fucking great. Thank you for remembering that. Donkey from Shrek. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Donkey. Garth, Wayne's World, Spock, Mini Me. I'm not going to call Spock a sidekick. He was a co star. All right. So the Emmy nominations came out yesterday. And the Emmy shit the bed again. Now, I guess a bunch of stuff from streaming services and HBO Max got nominated. Uh, Netflix shit, The Crown got nominated for all kinds of shit. But let me tell you, this list is horseshit. Real quick, all right, best actress in a comedy. I, I don't watch any comedies on TV now. Is Eddie Murphy in the 48 Hours movies? No, Nick Nolte would have been his sidekick for sure in that, but I can't put Nick Nolte as a sidekick either. Oh, oh, you guys will like this one. How about if in Sidekicks we put The Waco Kid? Gene Wilder in *Blazing Saddles*. Uh huh. So the best actress goes either Aidy Bryant in *Shrill*. That's the fat bitch from *Saturday Night Live*. Kaylee Cuoco, the flight attendant. There's your winner, because she never got to win on *Big Bang Theory*. She's gonna win here. Gene Smart hacks, no chance. Allison Janney, mom, nope. Tracy Ellis Ross, blackish, possible. If it's not, if it's not Kaylee Kuoko, and by the way, I hope everybody, can Kuoko Kid for the win, Ogre. I knew you'd like that one. That one is gold, my friend. When, when are when are these shitty ass awards? Hold on, let me let me get a piece of paper to write down my, my picks. That way, I know I'm right again. Nobody can hold it against me. Oh, Arnie, you didn't say that. Yeah, I did. So I'll, I'll say Kaylee Kuoko or the Black Check or Black. Chick, blackish, chick. Uh, Silent Bob. Oh, oh, geek shows. Oh, uh, Silent Bob, great. Geek shows for ooh, geek shows. That's good. Okay, I'm writing all these down. Best actor in a comedy, Anthony Anderson, Blackish. Okay, so I'm either gonna write him down because he's either gonna win or it'll be somebody else, uh, or Michael Douglas, Kaminsky method. No, William H Macy, Shameless. I'd like to see him win. Jason sadekos Ted Lasso should win. Keenan Thompson, Keenan terrible. Or I, I'll say Ted Lasso or the Black guy. Jason Sudeikis is a genius in that. I'm not going to worry about supporting actor. Most of them are SNL characters. Fuck that. Oh, Rosie Perez is going to win because she's in the Kaylee Cuoco movie, and she's a person of ethnic. Uh, Let's see. Best supporting actor, Claire and Clemens Hacks, SNL, Ted Lasso, or Paul The Kaminsky Method. They might throw one at Paul Reiser there. I'll write down Paul Reiser. Uh, who, who did I? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What did I say? Rosie Perez. Rosie. And then Paul Reiser. Okay. So far, I haven't missed one yet. Best comedy? Hmm. Blackish Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris. Cobra Kai's a comedy? That shit's an action joint, motherfucker. V Coop, I think it was either you or I think it was you that put up on the Superfans page the Jared Leto outfit that he stole from Ralph Furley's closet on Three's Company. Every time I see that, I laugh. That's fucking great. Cobra Kai, Emily and Paris, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, Kaminsky Method, Pen15, which looks like penis, or Ted Lasso. It'll either be Ted Lasso or Blackish. Now, see, that's all I want to participate in, because the rest of it is bullshit. Either The Crown or Hands Made Tale, Best Actor in a Drama, Josh O'Connor, The Crown, Billy Porter, Pose, Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us, Regine Page, Bridgerton, Jonathan Majors, Lovecraft Country, or Matthew Riss, Perry Mason. You know whose name I didn't hear? I didn't hear Kevin Costner's fucking name in there. Uh, Let me see in drama, best drama, The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, no Yellowstone. How in the hell a cable show that that generates 5.5 million viewers a week, which is huge. In the day and age that we live in now, no longer do we have... Shows like Seinfeld that 50 million people are watching because we have 50 million channels. Show's been on three seasons, never nominated. I I think it's nominated for cinematography. This is all crap. WandaVision, Hamilton, oh, for Christ's sake. Hamilton, really? I I, I hate the, the awards. Best TV movie, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. I'd like for that to win. That ain't going to win. Outstanding competition. The Amazing Race, nailed it. Drag Race, there's your winner. Variety Talk Show, Conan O'Brien. He's done. I ain't going to win. Saturday Night Live will win theirs, outstanding documentary, shut up. Man, these awards suck. At least Cedric the Entertainer is hosting. So at least there's a little bit of hope. Hopefully no bad tweets come out about him. Costner is white and they need diversity. is why Don Cheadle got nominated for a 95-second appearance. What did Don Cheadle get nominated for? Is that this year or was that last year? Best actor in a drama. Oh, it had to be last year. I, it, it's so dumb. It, it, nobody watches most of these shows. I don't even know why I get worked up over it anymore. There you go. We'll try not to anymore. Uh, all right. Last night was Major League Baseball's uh, summer classic. It was the all-star game. I didn't like the uniforms. Some people did like the uniforms. The game itself is still traditional. It's still great. I, I, I love baseball. I don't like what they've done to baseball. And the, the horrible, my wife loves Bridgerton and The Crown, okay. I know The Crown. People watch that. There's other shows that these people don't watch. And it's like, come on. Yellowstone is easy, the best TV show ever. They hardly ever nominated Ray, Ray Donovan either. Another great TV show. Rob Manfred had his little state of the game uh, press conference yesterday before the All-Star game. He's saying that they're going to change the seven-inning doubleheaders back to nine innings each. Thank God they're going to make them real games again. He's blaming everything on COVID. And the one rule that I want changed more than anything is the zombie runner at second. Rob Manafred said it will be gone next year. I, 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 fucking good. Good for you, Manafred, that you actually got something right. I mean shit. Is it really that hard? Is is baseball that hard? I mean good job. But then, but then, you know what he did? You, do, do you want to know what this motherfucker did? He did this. He took a giant shit on that whole speech and said, we are looking at into ruling out the shift. Now, if you're not a baseball fan, let me explain what the shift is. What's the new zombie runner rule? Okay, uh, the zombie runner rule is this. (laughs) The zombie runner is when extra innings start. So you get through the bottom of the ninth, top of the tenth, the visiting team starts the inning off with the last out of the last inning now standing on second base. Here's the weirdest part of the whole thing. If that batter, and I don't know, I don't know if it's got to count. If the batter gets a hit and that run comes in, that run does not go on the pitcher's ERA. If it doesn't go on the pitcher's ERA, why should be a run batted in? It's a stupid rule. It's put in place to speed up games. That's what it's there for. Because if you have a runner at second base, you should be able to score, is what they're saying. And it happened, both teams get it, and it's stupid. The shift rule, uh, I'm going to read what Harrison wrote first before I, before I lose my fucking mind on this. I wanted uh, him to defend canceling the game in Georgia so he could attend Augusta National in peace. It's so true. That guy is such a scum. Rob Manafort is such a big scumbag. That the All-Star game last night, if you were watching it and you're like, why are they honoring Hank Aaron in Colorado? Because the game was, it, and I mean, that's how stupid Matt, Rob Bannaford was. I think it's great that they honored Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron never played one game in Colorado. He broke the record in Atlanta. You can't even change that. I mean, that, that's some laziness right there. That is true laziness. So now they want, to, uh, they want to ban the shift. Now, if you don't know what the shift is, then this is what it is. If you have a right-handed batter up, which means he's going to hit the ball mainly. The, the strongest way he hits is he pulls the ball. It's natural. He hits it towards the third base side. He hits it towards left field. So, what teams have been doing are these guys who are known pull hitters, they pull the second baseman away from second base, and he's kind of playing where the shortstop plays. Third baseman is guarding the line, and the shortstop is now playing in between second baseman and third baseman. But they're all on the same side of the infield. Sometimes they have guys in the grass, and it's to take away hits. From pull hitters, something that has been in the game since the game started. Okay, and now you're talking about changing that rule because the multi-millionaires don't want to learn how to hit the ball to the opposite field. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking high? What what are you teaching? You're the big leagues. You're what everybody watches. And now you're saying it's okay to be lazy as a hitter and not learn how to hit the ball the other way. We're going to ban the shift. It's too hard for our athletes. Are, Are you fucking serious right now? You're going to ban something that has been around I know for a fact since the Ted Williams era because they put the shift on him, and he still beat it. Getting rid of the shift is dumb. God fucking forbid we have some defense or strategy in baseball. What the fuck is next? Not allowing basketball defenders to stop a three-point shot? Don't give them ideas. Don't give them ideas. They want to shorten games and wouldn't allowing a lefty to get on base prolong the inning? Yeah. It would prolong any – look, getting on base prolongs any inning. So they don't want any base runners. So how about this? How about we just start off the score, the home team has five, the away team has zero. That's a ball game. We don't even have to play. If you're so worried about time and speed – one nice thing about baseball. There's no clock. That used to be always the argument for baseball. There's no clock. And now in the last five to seven years, and, and I can tell you when it happened. I can tell you when this major push started. It started in the World Series where the Cubs beat the Indians. Why did it start there? It started there because of network television. That's why the games took so long. It wasn't because, and I don't like this new idea. Look, I think changing your pitchers every other guy is stupid. I think that's dumb, and I'm glad they've done something, but that's not part of the game. You've changed the rules. Pitchers don't have to face three guys. If you only want them to face one guy, then let them face one fucking guy. If they're worried about a lefty not getting on base, then maybe the lefty works on knocking it over the wall, like David Ortiz. Wow, wow, wow! They spoiled the baby. Don't get a hit. Work harder, you fucking knocker. I, I, the whole idea. Look, I've sped up the game. If you, if you call the strike zone where it's supposed to be called, it'll be a faster game. Getting back to the World Series, the reason why those games were lasting three and a half to four hours. Because they were not only getting East Coast and Central ratings, they were also getting the West Coast ratings. You see, they start these games at 6 or 7 o'clock, but that's 5 o'clock on the West Coast. Primetime doesn't start until 8 on the West Coast. That game goes four hours. Guess what? They got an hour's worth of ratings, and they're going to be number one. Because those games were fantastic. I got to admit, the Cubs-Indian Series was great. And they sold more ad time than they had ever sold before, mainly because the Cubs were in the World Series. Look, it's a huge thing that the Indians were in the World Series, too, because they haven't won one since the 40s. Thank God the Indians are still ahead of the Rangers in the longest droughts. That's why it wasn't because of the way the game was being played. It was, be- it was because of the way the game was being manipulated. I truly, I I do hate all the new rule changes to, quote-unquote, speed up the game. If you don't like baseball, then you don't watch baseball. If you're not a baseball fan, you're not watching baseball. And if you are a baseball fan and you got all these new stupid rules, these zombie runners and all this kind of bullshit, you're going to stop watching the game. Banning the shift is stupid. I'm just going on record to say, I I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Now, a new young man this week was the baseball draft. Rangers took a pitcher from, uh, whatchamacallit, Vanderbilt, Al kid, very happy with that pick. Well, something happened this week, and it was pretty darn amazing. Woodmere, Long Island native, Jacob Steinmetz, made history this week. He became, he was drafted uh, in the third round, number 77 overall. Nothing wrong with that. The slot value is about $800,000. This kid is 6'6", 225. He's got a full ride to Fordham, great school, or he might take this uh, career. But you said, wait, Arnie, you said he made history. Yes, he did make history. He became the first known Orthodox Jew baseball player to get drafted. Now, these are the guys that wear the big wool suits, big furry hats. They have the, the curls and the long beards. This young man is an Orthodox Jew which means he keeps it kosher, observes the Sabbath from sundown Friday until sunset Saturday. He cannot ride in a car, bus, train, or plane. He can only walk on that, on during Sabbath. So if, if he is somewhere, he's going to be walking, or they, they can't travel on the Sabbath. fire says, yay, Fordham, my son goes there. He does play during the Sabbath and on Jewish holidays and explains to teams during the draft process how he could continue to juggle both his faith and baseball career. let, let, Let me just say this right now. Interesting that Steinmetz is going to walk to games on the Sabbath, hope he lives close to the stadium or gets a hotel before Friday evening. They said they he, he's walked up to five and a half miles before he pitched. That light reading of famous Jewish athletes got one longer hashtag airplane. <laughs> if this guy is phenomenal and he, he's throwing mid to upper nineties, got an amazing changeup and a curveball. Major League teams will pretty much do anything they can to appease him. Once this guy starts shitting the bed, guess what? (laughs) You're going to pig cookout soon. Oh, man. Look, I I think it's a great story. I don't think anybody's religion should hold them back from doing their dreams. If this is this young man's dream to play Major League Baseball, I say fucking go out and conquer it. Get you. Get you yours. What is exact? What is exactly the Sabbath? Sorry, I'm uninformed. Harrison said Sunday, the holy day. It, it's look, look for us folks here in America, who religion. I've been saying this for a long time is more of a pastime than anything. Not to these people. These people take it serious. This this is what runs their life. Their job doesn't run their life. Their, their spouse doesn't run their life. Their religion runs their life. You have every right to live your life that way. That's why Muslims pray eight times a day. Because, see, they live their life. And on Sabbath, that means from that time period, this person can do nothing except sit in silence to pay tribute to God. That's what their religion states and believes. I'm not I'm not going to tell you you're crazy. That's your belief. USA, USA, we just set a record for drug overdose deaths. Did Wait, and he sent me the link. Uh, 30% during the pandemic. Yeah, nobody would have saw that one coming. Uh, Douglas' Sabbath in Judaism is Saturday. Technically starts Friday at sundown. Sunday was the new Sabbath once Christians tried to move away from Judaism. So, yeah, that's what it is. It's you pretty much don't do anything. That day you sacrifice for God. It's the holy day. You go to church that day. You spend that day with your family. There's just a Saturday. I I knew a guy who I thought he was seven day Adventist. Turned out he was Orthodox, but he didn't have the, you know, the dreidels or anything like that. He was in Texas. So there you go. Uh, by the way, uh, okay, I'm glad I'm not religious, yeah. I mean, look, that, that's it, and, and we'll never, ever get it. We will never get it. And see, this is why this whole nation building and all this kind of stuff doesn't make sense because we live in different worlds. We were, we, we have completely live in different worlds. Religion is their everything over there. I'm not saying that's right or if it's wrong. And I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, whatever our everything is here. It's two different worlds. We'll never understand them. They think that we're heathens and they'll never understand us. You can talk to them all, but they're, like I said, their religion runs their life. If their God tells them not to be associated with you, they're not going to associate with you because their God tells them that. I like spending time with my family, but that no travel rule sounds like BS to me. Look, uh, look. Uh, so recently, I, I had gone to the uh, to Hades itself, Tennessee, and I was reminded uh, about why I hate it so much. I, I'll never forget the first trip I ever made to Tennessee. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah. And I was I was bringing somebody across back to to live here which that was stupid on my part, but I was there for a couple weeks. So the first Sunday, and and she was a satana, even though her name was satana, she was in the Mormon church, which is not a very big thing there in Tennessee. Now Mormons on Sunday are supposed to go to church, and then that's it. They can't do any business with people. They're not supposed to go to restaurants. They don't do any of that kind of stuff. I didn't know. I, I knew we were going to have to probably go to church, so I was, I was dressed for it. I brought clothes for church. I, I, I ain't a heathen. But before everybody woke up, I woke up because I'm used to getting up at oh, dark, 30. And I went and got donuts, got everybody donuts, put them out on the counter. Everybody's waking up. I go, hey, I hope you guys don't mind, but uh, I thought I'd get donuts for us on this Sunday. And a couple people were excited because they, they got to have donuts. And then the mother-in-law awoken. On, uh, the Sunday's the Sabbath. We, we don't shop on Sunday. And she proceeds to make this humongous breakfast for everybody and pretty much forbids anyone from eating my donuts. I could have gotten in a standoff with Satan and said, you either have one of my donuts or you can eat your mom's eggs. We'll see which one happens. I'm not gonna play that game. I'm not gonna play that game, because a, I'd lose. B, then I'm going to have to suffer the consequences of losing. Do I leave the house? Do I do that? No, it's their house. It's their religion. But that's how fucked up. That's how that that was a, a big pointer to me. And that lady never really let me live that down. I did nothing wrong. I, I went and bought don't. If I did anything wrong, I bought sugary donuts. Okay, that's horrible to me. God, I, I'm, I'm such a fucking killer. You should name me Hitler. Uh, essentially, on the Sabbath, you're supposed to chill out, spend time with your family, read or meditate on religion. You can play some games on the Sabbath, but not if it dominates the day. So hopefully, Steinmetz literally walks to the park, does his job, and then goes home. Hey, I'm kind of rooting for this kid. I'd like to see the big curls coming out of a hat. Oh, we got breaking news. Hold on a second here. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, shit.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just
2: been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Veteran NFL cornerback Richard Sherman. Was arrested this morning on burglar domestic violence charges. Oh, my God. It happened up in Seattle. He was booked into the King County Correctional Facility after 6 a.m. for burglary domestic violence. He's been denied bail, and it's being investigated as a felony. The NFL Players Association has come out, and they said, we will continue to monitor events closely as more facts are made available to us. Whoa. There was a lot of talk about Richard Sherman coming to Dallas. That that ain't happening anymore. Sherman is washed up anyway and didn't do his job against the Chiefs. Fuck him. Thank God the Cowboys didn't pursue that. They were pursuing him. B. Coop says, I hope the Niners drop his ass today. I think he's a free agent. If he's not, that, that he's that he was linked to uh, the Seahawks and Cowboys mainly. Guess the Niners need to look for another cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not saying, I, I, okay, let's see. One thing, uh, let's see if I can find more of the story yet. Uh, let's see, I, I'd like to know what. Uh, all right, booked, investigated, 56 minutes ago. Let's see, news, let's see. Messy, uh, pretty much same. Oh What, what was TMZ got? Uh, uh no word back yet. The, nobody's saying anything. Okay. By the way, burglary domestic violence charge is a felony in Washington states and can carry a long penalty. Whew. Sounds like the Raiders have a future cornerback. Uh, at his age, if he gets even a one-year suspension, his correction, his connection is your suspension, his career's over. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this right now. He, he, was, a, he was a good player. I, do I think he was a Hall of Fame-level player? I think if he would have stayed at Seattle, if they would have kept that, that, the, the band alive in Seattle. What was it called, the Boom Society or something? I forget what they were called, but they were they were a great secondary. Yeah, they that that does it does mean that him being denied bail means they've got some big stuff on him. That's not good, dude. The Legion of Boom, that's what it was. If you don't know a lot about, it, and and look, I'm just I'm just throwing this out there. He is from South Central. Went to uh, scholarship, a scholarship athlete to Stanford. Graduated near the top of his class at Stanford. Went to Seattle. I'm just giving you the whole story here. That's crazy. That is insanity right there. Thank you, Harrison. Appreciate that, buddy. Breaking news, I just got an appointment for an interview that may prove to be the job I need to exit California and Nevada area. Fingers crossed, folks. I need good vibes for Friday. Well, here we go. Good vibes going your way. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to send extra good vibes your way. You'll know how in just a little bit, Jen. I promise. Uh, by the way, he's loaded rich. What the hell is he robbing? Who knows? Who knows? Greta Gerwing obviously listens to this show. I, I think she, she's won an Oscar, right? This gal, this gal's a big fucking deal. This, this, this gal's a big deal. She listens to this show. Why? Because she has gotten Margot Robbie to co-produce it and star in a new Barbie movie. No, no, I do not know it's Barbie and the Gal Pals of Appropriation. We're the lesbian in charge of the fleet of cars named, I'm Barb. Hey, gals, I'm Barb. Remember, there's one from Canada. Her name is Barb A. The black girl is Barb A, B-A-E. Barb. Barb. Uh, Where are you trying to go? Rochester, New York. Wow. I'm sure he's just taking shit back and forth from one of his baby's mamas. Yeah, so they're going to make a Barbie movie all because this show talked about Barbie. I'm taking credit for this one. Hey, Greta, if you're listening right now, good morning. Thank you. I'm excited for your film. Have you got any idea? Do you, do you need some more ideas about the gal pals of appropriation? We, we should hire, a, a, hire that Carson Creasley guy from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. He's Ken. Perfect Ken. Non threatening, non sexual kin. Oh, that's right. Indian Barbie, the one in charge of the Barbie casino. Her name is Bar. That one always makes me laugh the most. Oh man! Now, I, I like, like I said, I, I'm here to help, Greta. If you need any help whatsoever, it's cool. It's cool. I, I, I got you, girl. I got you. I got you. You don't worry about that. You don't worry about. It. We, we can write the whole movie for you. You get, you know, this chick to, to, to Margot Robbie to be in there. You're gonna have Scooter in there. Is that? Isn't that Barbie's sister, Scooter, or something like that? Scooter or Skeeter. Kiddo's redneck version. The girl one that fart cuts her hair is Barb Er. Now see, they all have to be Barb somehow. Except the lesbian in charge of the transport, that's Barb. Hey gals, there's Barb A. Like I said, Canada, Barb A. The the black one, Barb. I like Barb Er. Barbara's not bad. They could be the trans Barbie. Skipper, that was was Barbie's sister. Skeeter, not Skipper. Mm. All right, so that movie's getting made. You're welcome, world. We talked about it here first. A botched TikTok egg hack leaves woman with poached face. Good God. She went from good to fuck. All right, a U.K. woman's attempt to poach eggs using a viral TikTok hack backfired horribly. You think? Hey, I saw something on TikTok. TikTok. Let me let me try this. Um, All right, so quarter public service. I've literally burned my full face and neck off. See, you shouldn't fuck around on 4th of July. That's our day, bitch. Um, in which online uh, epicures allegedly poach eggs to runny perfection by sticking them in a microwave for 90 seconds. Wait a second now, now look, 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 I'll just tell you this. I don't know, well, I'll continue reading the story. If has can happen, cracked a raw egg into a cup of boiling water, and then placed it in the microwave for 10 seconds. She didn't think twice about the poorly hatched poaching method, uh uh-huh, which she had not utilized for two years since it was just a quicker and easy way of doing it. Things went awry for the amateur chef when she put a cold spoon in the boiling water to remove the egg, sparking a reaction that caused scalding liquid to shoot all over her face and neck. First of all, first of all, I don't know how lazy this gal is, but she's lazy and stupid. All at the same time. Uh, I got a jet. My back is telling me to lie down have a great day. And adios, familia. Uh, Ogre, you take it easy, buddy. Thank you for being here. Poached eggs. Let everybody know poached eggs are my favorite. My dad used to have a little poacher. He'd heat up the water underneath it and cook the eggs in these little saucers. Yeah, that that ain't me because I ain't that stupid. I mean, I'm stupid, but not that stupid. Uh, if you're going to poach an egg, there, there, there's a few ways to do it. You can do the old school method. And I've just, I've recently gone back to the old school. The old school method was my dad and his, his pots, but I can't find those pots anymore. So what you do is you get boiling water. You, you bring it to where it's not really boiling, but bubbles are on the bottom of the water. And then you take a spoon and you create a vortex in there. Okay, you stir it around and around and around. You know how that, that goes? Then you break the egg into the vortex. And you'll see all the, the yolk stays together and all the white part will come and coagulate around that. It's spinning. And that's like a three to five minute process. Put a dash of vinegar in the water. Never heard that one. Now, there is another way to do it also. You can. I've done this as well. I like that version better. But you can poach eggs in the microwave. It consists of a glass with a thick glass bottom. you, You can put a hint of water in this, or you can just do this. I suggest the hint of water. And by hint, I mean like a drop. You break an egg into the bottom of the glass. And then you get a heavy plate and you put that over the glass. And you microwave it for 25 seconds. Now, if you have a really good f- full yolk, it'll start popping in there. So you can put a pen in the yolk to keep it from popping. But you can have good poached eggs in 30 seconds. I don't know what she's doing. She's boiling it and then fucking putting it in there. Well, no shit, honey. You're too damn dumb to cook. Jesus. All right. Uh, You know what? We're going to do that story after we do Celebrity Ass Deathmatch here. We, We got a story about how fucking businesses are trying to steal from you. But first, we have to do this. We have the next round of Celebrity... Ass death match. That's right. Porn star. Edition. Edition. That's right. First round. First round is done. Bree Olsen and Nina Hartley are on the face of this Mount Rushmore. floor. And we will find out who is taking them on right here, right now. Let's get it on. Alright, here we go. First matchup. Oh, man. This is a big one here. Star of movies like The Sexpert, Black and Blue, Firestarter, Ram It or Cram It, it's up to you. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you one of the biggest stars ever, Jenna Jameson. Taking on a gal who starred in a lot of movies with Jenna Jameson but then broke out on her own. My face is on fire, come on it. That was one of her biggest hits. Debbie really does Dallas again. And that star's name is Jill Kelly. Jenna Jameson versus Jill Kelly. Ask family, who you got? That is enough. Let that beating in, please. My God. Jenna Jameson moves on. Oh, boy. Now, this is going way, way back. The star who was once uh, an ad for Downey or, 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 or one of those fabric softeners and then started movies like Behind the Green Door, and stick it here, stick it there, stick it everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the legend herself, Marilyn Chambers. Taking on a girl who did a whole lot of movies and not a whole lot of the, the right era. She made a lot of movies before she was 18 years old. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you, Tracy Lords Mar- uh, <laughs> Marilyn Chambers versus Tracy Lords Ass Family Who ya got I, who's Miss Texas that was in porn? Alexis, Texas. Who is this? Look at that ass family! Oh my God! Tracy Lords moves on. Now, Alexa Texas makes me scrape my zipper. Okay, good. Um, all right. Now, look, I I have to do this because it's only fair, and we do things fair and square on this show. We got to have at least one man on there. So I ask you in this first matchup. A star who was starring in male films, known as Matt Ramsey and those. But then went on to make movies like, I will literally paint your barn with my cum. And wow, I Come a lot. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Peter North. And he is taking on the hedgehog himself the man who is currently on trial for rape and all sorts of horrible things. But before that, he was known simply as Ron Jeremy. Peter North, Ron Jeremy, ass family, who you got? We can stop this fight. Yeah. Oh, man. Peter North never stood a chance. Ron Jeremy won that one easy. Here you go. Our final matchup. Oh, my. Not what I thought Ron Jeremy looked like. He gets my vote as one of the only names I recognize. Well, maybe you'll recognize these two names. This man starred in a film that said, if I get a boner, my fingers will fall off. And, wow, do I have such a big cock. And an actual movie that was called 3D. And it was shot in 3D, and I saw it in a movie theater for extra credit in my human sexuality course. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the behemoth himself. John Holmes. Taking on. A guy who had three quarters of his wiener bit off by a porn star because he was too rough with her, and then he only became a bigger legend. The films where he ravishes Prague, checks in the Czech Republic. I give you Rocco Cifaretti. John Holmes versus Rocco Cifaretti. Ask family, who you got? S-I-E-F-F-E-R-I-D-I, I believe. Jen, I need your vote. Run out of time and it is tied. Jen, Jen says John Holmes. John Holmes. John Holmes. Oh, man. All right. So here we go. Now we got to get to the Mount Rushmore, play a song, come back, do stories, and then finish it all off. All right. First matchup in the quarterfinals. Here we go. You ready? I'm ready. I'm pumped. I don't know about you. I'm pumped. Jenna Jameson, the star of, oh, if these walls could only come. And, and Jenna Jameson taking on the star of the film, AB 69 me, Tracy Lords. Jenna Jameson, Tracy Lords, ass family. Who ya got? girl who got her big, big, big break in private parts of the movie, Jenna Jameson, moves on to the final four. She is on the Mount Rushmore. And now we have to figure out which man is on there. Who is man enough to be the man of Mount Rushmore? Will it be the hedgehog? Stop or my back gets hairier. Taking on John, yeah, I got AIDS in the can, Holmes. Ron Jeremy, John Holmes, ass family. Who ya? Did it, ladies and gentlemen? Ron Jeremy, Ron Jeremy, is on the Mount Rushmore of porn stars, and the final four is set: Jenna Jameson, Ron Jeremy, Brie Olson, Nina Hartley. See who will be on the cover of that, or the face of that Mount Rushmore. Uh, All right, these titles unbelievable. You could do an entire segment, real or real. They all sound so made up. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, We'll play this. And, and Jen, this is for you. This is more good vibes going your way. Hopefully. And it's sad that you're moving so far away. But, hey, I want you to be happy. But here you go. Did Jesus. Nobody. Barney uh, Radio. All right. Uh, first, though, first we, we we'll get back to the end of Celebrity House Deathmatch. Young Harm, who is the creative genius behind all the Mount Rushmores and all the cool shit you get to see on my site. Thank you. I can't thank you enough. He says this is going to be an interesting one to make. All right. So Alicia sent me something, and this is hilarious. It's the story that we had earlier about how lightning struck the George Floyd sign. I mean, that, that's, it, it's craziness. Donald Trump has—Donald Trump Jr. Has, I don't know if he's passing on his father's words or what. This will drive some people nuts, but oh well. I mean, you have to wonder if someone like a higher power is telling us something here. Obviously, what happened to George Floyd should never happen anywhere. That said, objectively speaking, given his history, I'm not sure turning him into a deity or a role model for our children is exactly the right idea either. Also, please don't tell me they're not trying to turn him into a role model hero. There's statues of him going up all over the country. The same lunatics who want to erase our founding fathers. Want statues of a man all over the place? Again, we can learn from a disastrous situation, but the pendulum seems to always correct way too far these days. Uh, Disgust. Oh my God, that, that's just. Let's see what this person writes, James. I don't want you to buy your house. No, James, I don't want any more of you Bay Area motherfuckers coming up here and fucking up this area. And you don't contact me until your peons the same. What, people trying to buy your property? Get out of California. Fuck. Charge them out the fucking ass. Get out. Uh, Let's see. Facebook is the gayest. It cuts you off too soon on your jokes. Anyone else getting the email? Metallica is 40. I just got pre-sale info for a December show in the Bay Area. Wow, that's pretty cool. That is damn cool. That is awesome. All right, I've had this story for a couple days. And it was Braddy Kidd who gave me this story. And it's very interesting because uh, a restaurant chain, I believe it is the Cheesecake Factory, who announced that they're going to have a coconut cream cheesecake. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I got the Blue Pill coconut cream ice cream, and now they're going to make me coconut cream fucking cheesecake? it's not my property but we used to live there haven't lived there in 10 plus years all right all right so they're getting sued because of what is suggested on the tip area where 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 they give you your bill right and your your total is 3376 gratuity not included suggested gratuity for table check total 33 bucks, so it's at two people, probably, maybe three. That's two people at at that fucking place. They say 15% gratuity is $11.03. 18% is $13.24. 20% 20 is $14.71. And 22% is $16.18. He's suing the restaurant chain because he's somebody who probably looked this over and said, oh, "Okay, they were nice enough to do, to do the math for me." 10%. Let's start off with 10%. 10% of $33.76 is $3.37. So if you multiplied that by 2, 3.37 times 2, a 20% tip is not $14.71. A 20% tip is $6.74. They are fucking, they are cheating people out of money. Everybody used to make fun of all the grandpas and all the old men that would take fucking calculators in to try to calculate the percentage. And then you started getting restaurants and said, hey, I'll do this. I'm glad somebody finally checked on this bullshit. $16.18 is about fucking 50% tip, not 22%. Andrew says, I can verify the coconut cream pie ice cream is as good as you think. It's even better. And now I'm going to get a cheesecake that way? Oh, hell yeah. I ain't going to look at their damn tip thing, though. Fuck, I don't think anybody's got it. Think about how long they've probably been doing that. Years? They've been scamming old people for years? I don't think we ever have to tip if we go to the cheesecake factory again. Can I get an amen from anybody? Since they've been pulling this scam for years on us, we'd no longer have to tip at the Cheesecake Factory. Only the Cheesecake Factory. But can I get an amen? Not going to go on. Then I'll say amen. There it is. I got it. So there it is. It's set in stone now. Yeah, this guy's suing them. Uh, Marcel Goldman. Hell, if you go to California, you don't even have to pay again. <laughs> That's true. Young Harm says amen. Thank you. I just double the tax. It's good service. Amen. Uh, his bill was 3850. The bill suggested tip him out the offered between 1150 and 1694. Jesus. He paid an extra 1540 and then headed on his way. It was only after he paid that he realized a serious discrepancy in the bill. Instead of paying 20%, he fucking gave him 40%. (laughs) So then somebody went back. They suggested the options here. Somebody did the math and says, I do math. They gave him a $6.10 tip. I wouldn't have given you anything. You're going to try to cheat me out like that? A big, fat, fucking zero. Granted, I don't have one within 200 miles. You don't really need one. Cheesecake Factory, look, I'm going for their cheesecake. I like their cheesecake. The rest of their food, eh. Cheesecake Factory, to me, is like a, like a, a nice Chili's. Little more upscale than Nice Chilies, yeah, I think that that's a good call. It's a Nice Chilies, and their menu has like six billion items on it, but no chicken fried steak anywhere. I just want to point that out. Yeah, fucking asshole people. I I you know what? I've gotten to a point. I'm just gonna say this right now. I don't like tipping. I I just don't. It, it, look, if you're gonna make it standard practice, that's typical. Okay, I, I, I'm fine with that. I, I, I'm cool. Okay, uh, but it, it, if it's gonna be a part of it, just make it ten percent. If you do a good job, bad job, ten percent's easy. I know how to do that. Bam, bam, bam. Get out. Okay, it, this this idea of, well, I start off with. I start off at 20%, and then if the service is even better, da-da-da, if the service is better. Look, people have bad days. If you're having a shitty day, you shouldn't get a tip. If you didn't go above and beyond, you shouldn't get a tip. That's all I'm saying. That's part of our salary. Well, I'm sorry that you can't negotiate a better salary. I've actually told somebody in the restaurant industry that. We only get paid like $2 an hour. Well, I'm sorry that you got terrible fucking wages. You 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 chose a bad a, a job that you're bad at. You see, the reason why I don't work in construction is because a I suck at construction and b I don't want to die. Okay, if you suck at being a server, don't don't fucking be a server. Uh, I went to Cheesecake Factory. It was pricey and overrated, and their cheesecake uh, it was okay, not worth the price. My one time was enough to satisfy the curiosity. That's fair. And, and that's pretty much what they are. I do like their cheesecakes because sometimes they have some really cool ones. Like this coconut cream pie one. I'm excited about that. They did have one that was cantaloupe-flavored once that my dad's girlfriend got, and all she did was bitch about how bad it was. What, did you really think the cantaloupe-flavored fucking cheesecake was going to be good? Does anyone? Adam J is in the house. Adam J, you're here to hear the finals for the, the Mount Rushmore porn stars. We moved it to Hump Day. We've got it coming up. It's coming up after this next story. How crazy is that? Uh, cheesecake Factory has good food that isn't cheesecake. I'm not a person, a people person. I work on a roof and look down on people all day. Good for you. Port Chris Como's wife found in jail. Yeah, I had that story earlier, Alicia. I had it. We just didn't get to it today. Um, Yeah, like this whole thing, this is going to be bad. I'll I'll bring you more stories on it tomorrow. Uh, A Cleveland hospital admits, oh, it it fucked up bad. I mean, how many hospitals are you going to end up owning on this one? Uh two thirteen wages for tip positions if you don't make enough money to cover the minimum wage of eight dollars or whatever, then your employer still has to pay you that much, okay Satanana orders the hooter's bathroom flavored cock cheesecake. oh my gosh, um all right, so I gotta get this all set up uh-huh. Okay, it's all set up. Uh, The University Hospitals of Cleveland had placed two employees on leave. On July 2nd, a kidney was transplanted into the wrong patient. However, it was still miraculously a match. Thank God. Neither the hospital employee nor the two patients' names have been released. The kidney is compatible and the patient is recovering as expected. Another patient's transplant surgery has been delayed and the hospital's PR strategist, said the PR strategist. The hospital conducted 95 kidney transplants so far this year with 194 kidney transplants in 2020. Hoops-a-daisy. Whoopsie cockle. By the way, what happens if the original guy dies between now and the time he gets a kidney finally? Am I the only one who has an anxiety attack looking at the Cheesecake Moonery? No shit, man. Well, there you go. It works. Leave it. Basically, a match is good. Good enough. Hell, I've gone out of the house and I can't how many times... In separate socks, same, same.
6: <laughs>
2: that's just great. All right. I mean, you're that guy It's on the table in dialysis. You can't really talk. Yeah, well, we got your kidney, Mr. Johnson. Uh, I'm not scheduled to get a kidney. I'll take it anyway. This poor bastard, where's my kidney? Oh, you know what it is? I'll tell you what the fuck the problem is. too many American doctors. We need some of them damn American kids that are winning our spelling bees to become doctors. Oh, Jesus Christ. How do you mess that one up? That's one you can't mess up. That'd be like putting a black penis on a white man. Or even worse, vice versa. All right, so we've got to do the finals for the Celebrity-Ass death match. Now, I'm going to give titles of movies out. Some will be real. Some will be fake. You have to tell me which ones are fake. Hang down, Jen. I've made this a little game for you. So uh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the finals of the Celebrity-Ass, celebrity-ass Deathmatch. Death match, porn, porn, porn Star Edition. edition! Look, it's been up and down all over the place. And yes, I did use that terminology on purpose. It's been a hard-fought battle. But people like Brie Olson, Nina Hartley, Jenna Jameson, and Ron Jeremy have survived such battles.
6: Let's get it on!
2: And have made it all this way. So ask them. I ask you in our first matchup of this Final Four. The star of Dirt Pipe Milkshake. And there's a black man in my wife's ass. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Brie Olsen. Brie Olsen is taking on. Oh, good Lord, one of the seven wonders of the world. How she's still working, I wonder. Who's been in such movies as... Dude, where's my cunt and mouthful of ass? I give you Nina Hartley. Brie Olson versus Nina Hartley, ass family. Who ya got? And gentlemen, Brie Olsen moves on and is in the finals where she will be battling the winner between these two cinematographic, cinematographic, I don't even care, movie stars, porn stars, whatever. The star of such movies as Edward Penishands and Interview with Anima. I give you Jenna Jameson, (laughs) and she is taking on the star of films like Anal Chiropractor and Girth, Wind, and Fire. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Ron Jeremy. (laughs) Jenna Jameson versus Ron Jeremy, ass family. Who you got? Jameson, she moves on. So the finals are now set. And I will reveal real titles versus fake titles at the end. Interview with an Enema fake. God, I hope so. Then somehow I'm hoping the Edward Penis hands was more real. Seems awkward. All right. Our final matchup is this. Here we go. The star of Don't Tell Mommy, Brie Olson. Taking on the star of the film faces with braces Jenna Jameson <laughs> Brie Olson Jenna Jameson Ass family who you got <laughs> ring ring
0: ring 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 banana phone ring 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 banana phone <laughs> So appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches, I've got my hunches, it's the best the rest, cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. ring. Banana
1: phone.
6: Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ping pong, ping
1: pong, ping pong, ping.
2: Banana phone. It's no bony it ain't no phony. In my cellular, my hiller phone. Marie Olson is your face of the Mount Rushmore of porn. Man, oh man, what a battle that was. Let's remember Friday that we will be doing sidekicks, thanks to you guys. You guys gave me awesome suggestions. We're going to do sidekicks first. Now, to get to the question at hand, which of those titles were real and which of those titles were fake? I'm here to tell you that each and every one of those titles is a real movie. I just Googled, like, fucked up, you know, porno titles. The <laughs> Faces with braces. You can live out your erotic orthodontic fantasies with this <laughs> dream porn. Uh... Edward Penis Hands was a real film. Uh, it looks like it stars uh, Jeannie Fine. By the way, every one of Interview with an Enema, real. <laughs> Mouthful of ass, real. There's a black man in my wife's ass. Yep, that one's real. My favorite one had to be Dirt Pipe Milkshake. Uh, will Kobe be Shaq's sidekick? No, I don't think that'll land too well. Oh, did he? Did he just do a joke there? Uh, holy shit, I wish I never knew such a thing tested. If you're not sure what a dirt pipe milkshake is in the porn world, you can Google it, or better yet, don't. And you'll still be able to enjoy it. Well, I think I know what it... I. I have to look it up. This is what I'm going to leave you with today. Dirt, pipe, milk, shake. Uh, Definition. Urban dictionary, please. (laughs) That joke didn't crash and burn. Uh, All right. Wow. Man, oh man. Here you go. I'm just going to tell, I'm going to give this one to you. There you go. If you want to know what a dirt pipe milkshake is, well, it is when you ejaculate in a person's asshole and then have them spurt it and then watch them drink it. There you go. See? See? This is what we do on this show, ass family. I'm very proud of this show. Sometimes. Not most of the time, but sometimes. Where the shit is that stuff? Why do I lose all my sound effects? Why, Why does
5: that happen? Stop it. Get some help.
2: You're
6: eating poop. Please don't do that.
2: Hey, 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 we can click clinks on our own. Oh, uh, so there you go. If I got to know what it is, if I got to know what an Alabama Hot Pocket is, then God damn it, so do you. By the way, there's a video going around on, on TikTok about some guy saying, oh, I found out what an Alabama Hot Pocket is, and I don't think I'll ever eat Hot Pockets again. I told him about the time we here on this show called Walmart to see if they sold those. Oh goddamn! By the way, if you—I'm not going to tell you what that shit means. I—I'm I, just—you got to look that one up on your own. So there you go. All right, that does it for me today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie place. Uh, please remember, that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day and adios, everybody.
0: rockin the town is jumpin mr guitar man